0: and welcome to podcast number 46. 46 We're going to catch up on the recent films and TV shows we've been watching before going over the latest film news. In the second part of the podcast we're going to be discussing TV, the most rewatchable TV shows. And finally in the third part of the podcast we'll be answering your questions. And so for those of you that are only listening to the podcast joining me today is Linda Hello. and Ian. What up y'all? <laughs> So I just want to quickly jump right into one thing that uh, I've been dying to talk about. Mm-hmm. Watched it in the cinema not too long ago. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> you know, Tom Cruise insisted, insisted to the film studio. I think it's Paramount. Yeah. Yeah. Do not release this film to streaming only. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Two years. Wait, three years. Wait until the pandemic's over then release Top Gun to the theatres. Yeah. And you know, you might have been right. Mm. Because the film's already now grossed a billion dollars uh, at the yes. theatres. And it's climbing its way to the top ten most highest grossing films of all time. Wow. Yeah, Like, who would have thought Like a Top Gun sequel would rise that well, high? Well, it
1: had to be really unique, didn't it? Like, they were bringing back Tom Cruise, and they were making a sequel to a film that should, shouldn't have a sequel. Probably like, it, shouldn't. Yeah. Like, it ends kind of perfectly, so to bring it back... You had to do it really, really well. And I knew, because I've only wicked it, you know, don't lynch me yet. I'm going to buy it on DVD. I just don't want to see it in the cinema. <laughs> but I knew that when I read it, obviously the story revolving around the, the, the jets alone, the action sequences, yeah. seeing them in the cinema, you know, big soundstage, big screen.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it was great. It was uh, great action, great music, great characters, great pace, great energy to it very satisfactory uh, action scenes towards the end. And when yeah. the film was over, it was just like applaud worthy. Yeah. So uh, definitely also one that was worth and worthy of seeing on the big screen just right. for that sound. I mean, sat in the seat, the moment the music started up and the the vistas on, on the aircraft carriers as the planes are taking off. Yeah. You, you just know you, you're, you're ready to take on, on that cinematic movie. experience and it's worth it. Absolutely amazing. Do you think there's going to be a Top Gun 3? The fact that it has made (laughs) so much money, so much money, they would be daft to not go, right, Top Gun 3, 4, and 5. We'll film them all back to back. We'll get Tom Cruise in and out of Mission Impossibles. (laughs) Or or
2: wait another however many years and and bring him back with his Zimmer frame. We've got to send you to space, Maverick.
1: (laughs) Okay, like, how long has the film been out? Like, two weeks? Two, three weeks? Are we no, kind of yeah. past spoiler territory now? Well, I
0: wouldn't I wouldn't spoil it just
1: yet. It's still in I haven't so. seen it. Well, exactly. no, no, no. There's, yeah. there's, there's something I was surprised wasn't in it that oh. they didn't put in, which was... And like we said, Top Gun 3 might have it. I was surprised they didn't have Maverick's son. Okay. You, um, you know, like...
0: Yeah. It's very character you know, uh, a base that he wouldn't have a son. Well, I don't know, like I, because he is all about those planes and his love of flying, mm-hmm. and a child would take him out of that cockpit for a long period of time. Not if it was raised by the mother,
1: and the mother, like his his love from the first movie, is not in the sequel.
0: No. I don't know. I, uh, having the goose family connection, I think makes the the story that much stronger for it. Okay. So yeah, doing a uh, Maverick and his son, I don't know. I don't think it would work quite the same. Right. But yeah, uh, Top Gun Maverick gets two thumbs up from me. Absolutely fantastic. There was one another film that I had to go and see in the cinema. Uh, and uh, Linda just shared with me that she's also just recently seen the film. I don't know if we have contrasting opinions on this yet. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but I uh, i mean, p- pardon my language. I do not mean to get vulgar or angry, but that film made me angry. I, it's very rare I get. Fucked off, pissed off, angry in the theater. (laughs) But Jurassic Park Dominion, like people, like in in my screening, people were getting up and walking out in droves throughout the film, and we were pointing at them and laughing. And (laughs) my friend sat next to me said, "When are we going?" And I was like, "Man, I've got to see this to the bloody end. Like, I've got got to see it to the end." And I literally, I wanted to start punching my seat. I was getting angry angry because i haven't been this angry since sucker punch <laughs> no no you've been angry <laughs> it was angry in that. my opinion jurassic world dominion was absolute drivel the action scenes were were, were mind-numbingly ridiculous <laughs> the the amount of characters that were dead to rights in front of a dinosaur and and they literally go huh <laughs> and put their hand up in front of them and that's it t-rex is like oh, okay you got a free pass you know this this dinosaur this this monster if, pins them in the corner and it's like oh what's that there's something oh no, you guys are fine you plot armor see you later <laughs> yeah plot armor it, it 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 was i went to see a film about dinosaurs eating people and what i got was an ecological disaster about the sw- the swarm of insects that are eating all the crops
2: there were some people got eaten <laughs> <laughs> it there was, was, was a blast? man in malta got eaten yeah, and that... no, it
0: was three seconds and that was where me and my friend were like yes it's happening <laughs> and then that's it for another hour. Linda, you, uh, do you have
2: to say something? Else? Well, just... I actually enjoyed it, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's, fine. it's fine. Sorry. It's fine. I'm not angry with you. I, no, I know. I know. But I took Dylan today, this morning. And um, yeah, no, I. I didn't think it was that bad. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story. I love the characters. What did you think of *Fallen Kingdom* as well? Well, I love all no, the Jurassic. No, 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 sorry, <laughs> I. Saw, I'm, no, I'm not. Gonna, no, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm so not, not i I'm not apologising. I love all the Jurassic movies. In fact, in the lead up to this one, I've rewatched all, all of them. them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. it was, and I and I do. I, I just love the movies, and I didn't think it was that bad. Um, so I I understand. What you're saying about, yeah, in fact, there weren't that many people who got eaten, really. Um, and, (laughs) and it, and I said to you, wasn't it? There was, it was cheap. There was, you know, there was cheesy moments moments in it, especially trying to make the links, the connections between, um, certain things that happened in the other films. Um, like obviously the um what's that dinosaur with the the, the spitter the spitter I love the one, uh, yeah, it, yeah. And, and and things like that so uh, yeah i can what, i can understand that wait wait spo- spoilers i've just realized because you not trying not to spoil it in case anyone's, of course not yeah. Seen uh, uh, yeah 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 no
1: well, well why not spoil it but you're like you thought it was, you thought it was good you thought it was shit like we've got to try and recommend it to the people to go see no it don't avoid time. it
0: avoid it i mean well the thing is drastic World <laughs> dominion's already made it. all the money <laughs> Like, I'm
1: going to buy it on DVD. Like, I didn't want to see it (laughs) in the cinema because after Fallen Kingdom, like, well, actually, in fairness, after Jurassic Park 3, I was like, no, I don't want to see any more Jurassic Park movies on the big screen. Mm. I'll watch it at home. That's where I enjoy my Jurassic Parkness. And then they came out with these Chris Pratt movies. The first one was great, but the second one the mansion stuff
0: was it was ridiculous like, it was awful exactly so that's why with the
1: third movie I was like no okay honey you go and you yeah, were like exactly. I'm gonna and take Dylan yeah you take Dylan yeah and I think I'm one actually.
0: of the reasons why I'm also so disappointed is because I love like Jeff Goldblum's yeah, Ian yeah. Malcolm yeah. I love Sam Neill's yeah. um, uh, that, Grant get, Alan didn't that
2: get you like a bit in the heartstrings scene yeah a little bit together. but then I watched them get dragged through this fucking <laughs> giant
0: pile of shit yeah <laughs> But they face first through it but they weren't going <laughs> to do anything
1: else that's what I mean you, you you, always say this he always he always says this ladies and gentlemen he goes I haven't seen any of the trailers I'm like if you started watching <laughs> trailers you'd go I'm not seeing that in the cinema instead you go I'm going to see it in the cinema and not watch any trailers Look, it was shit well, I, mean,
0: <laughs> I, I have now seen all six Jurassic Parks you in have. the cinema I, I, I mean I go back mm. to the first Jurassic Park film I remember no, I queuing for six to mm. nine hours in an endless queue that went round the block and beyond to see that film then you Supported your your, you've done well. You've supported yeah, them. I know. And then they made Lost World, and then they made the third one. <laughs> the Lost World's <laughs> not bad. <laughs> it's not bad in comparison <laughs> for what you're saying with these. With, with, I don't know. I, I, I refuse to. I've refused to watch it for quite some time now because, like, Jurassic Dillon Park Dillon is so it. good. Dylan enjoyed it. <laughs> I was, I'd be surprised because I mean, like, Jurassic World Dominion at one point, it, it, it almost feels like it switches genres and it becomes like this spy espionage thriller, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm just like, what, what is going on with these characters? What happened to the, d-? you saw, I mean, I didn't see, oh, actually, I don't I did see the trailer, I saw the trailer like six times. Oh, wow, okay. Because obviously I go to the theater a lot. Yeah, and yeah. Jurassic World played a lot and it always just showed, it did. That trailer just showed dinosaurs in our world. Mm. It did. And yeah, it, it sold did. it on the fact that how are humans going to adapt and yeah. survive with dinosaurs in the world? But that's not the film we no. Stop. That's yeah. That's that's the thing. No, that is disappointing. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah,
2: and also the fact of you know when in, in all the other movies you've got kind of the the big baddie dinosaur yes, so obviously yeah. the original ones you've got the t-rex yeah mm-hmm. t-rex, the then two t-rexes t- t-rexes <laughs> have now actually turned into the heroes of the film yeah yeah. Um, and then you had obviously the indominus rex yeah yeah, yeah the scientifically was, enhanced yeah. dinosaur. Uh, before that what was the one um from the third one the spinosaurus yeah so these yeah. massive big ones and then the one in this one the latest one yeah. wasn't really the, all that and it And it it was a bit It just looked like a bigger (laughs) T-Rex. Yeah. 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 So that was disappointing, I think, is the fact that, you know, all through the other films, there's been like one kind of, you know, apex dinosaur. Yeah, of Of course. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And the apex one in this one was a bit of a letdown.
0: Yeah. I can't remember what it was called or what its impact was. I I remember the T-Rex moments. And I saw it this morning.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah. Oh, great. (laughs) Well, but it was, a, it, it was a it was a it was fun movie. Dylan enjoyed himself. Yeah, nice. Thank yeah, you kids. I like,
0: imagine kids would probably enjoy these dinosaur films more. I mean, I was a kid when they started coming out originally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I always try to remind myself to remember the kid inside that would enjoy these films. But I just got so angry with the writing mm. and the characterization. I just, I just couldn't i stopped enjoying it and was waiting for the credits to roll oh, Yeah. Mm. but uh, anyway, anyway give us something positive something uplifting oh uh, uh, well i mean like what i've been up to recently like we've got i've, I've
1: made a list again I, I i meant to bring this up last time at the beginning of the podcast and i'm and i failed to bring it up and then something happened which is a bit sad which we will go into but i i completed vice city for the first time because nice. uh, I bought the <laughs> GTA trilogy. I know, I know everyone's saying, well, it's a fucking pile of shit, wow. but I, San Andreas, portable San Andreas, like that's all I've been playing for like the last two weeks, mm. but I completed Vice City, um, before certain somebody left us. Um, like I said, we'll talk about that in the, uh, new section news. got evil dead the game nice that's yeah.
0: a surprise success i mean well I, I was gonna say i've got evil dead the game on my uh on, on my uh to catch up list as well yeah but yeah saber interactive i've knocked this out of the park yeah yeah like most movie to video game adaptations don't go well no. not really
1: i mean th- some of them are really rare and then you get the, the audience behind them which makes them stronger like Friday the 13th did really quite well when it first came out but it just kind of lost the licenses in the background um, and with this one I saw no trailer footage I was unsure about it I didn't I really want it for weeks and weeks leading up I, to its release I didn't want another fire Team. like sure. fire Team looked good and then I'm like I'd rather play Clone and Marine so Evil Dead I was worried that they were just going to like especially when I kept seeing kept seeing Bruce Campbell's name attached to it, I'm like, please, Bruce, please tell me that, that like if if you're supporting this, this must mean it's a good thing because this could be a career killer. Mm. And then it's come out, and the combat really works, the crossplay really works, the bosses again harder. It feels like the team behind it are working really well with the game as well. So if if you're looking for just a fun game, even like we're playing it kind of together, trying to work together as a good team. But we're also been playing individual games where even if you lose you still get the points to level yourself up and then if you win the victory yeah. is a fucking
0: i mean i i've put so many hours into evil dead now that um the uh i've enjoyed everything that game has to offer yeah like i still have not played as all the characters but i've played as all the classes yeah i played as all the monsters i've seen the maps inside and out um and so i guess i'm getting really more competitive with it now so yeah. I'm, I'm watching the patch notes i'm seeing the minor changes that they're making but i'm also seeing what what they're promising or what they're uh, alluding to like they've said later this month the army of darkness uh, content is going to drop so yeah. we're li- likely going to get sheila we're getting castle kandar yeah I'll um, go get the season so, pass. But they've also said there's going to be loads more characters from the movies and shows coming in more demons more maps more traps more cosmetics Uh, So they're definitely going to build upon what they have. And what they have, I think, is solid. But there there is the only issue I have with the game uh, is that uh, it's balanced enough. But if you get people trying to play the game and they go in with their character at level 1, and everyone else on their team are level 25 or in between, Mm. it's not going to be the same experience as when you have people that know that game well, or at least are going into games with an advantage by having leveled up characters. Mm -hmm. So... I don't know whether that will balance itself out later on when more people have played it enough so that there's enough, you know...
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it will level itself out because after a while, you'll only have people who are really skilled at their characters and know what they're doing. Like, I can run into a location now and be like, okay, the crate is normally over there, the supply crate. Yeah. You know, normally just these are the places where the map will spawn because we're in such a vicinity. And then you do get your idiots... Like if you're playing Evil Dead, don't get in a car in the first couple of seconds. It alerts the evil to your presence, and then you're fucked because they just attack you right from the start. And so. don't
2: let Ian drive the car. Oh, I don't. Oh, drive. you'll end up driving up the tree. Yeah, I don't ever drive. <laughs>
1: I, I run everywhere with my character. Um, I did. I did uh, finish off watching um, a show actually, uh, Wu Tang: An American mm. Saga on Disney Plus. Okay, I've not um, heard of this. Mm. Which is kind of the biographical TV series documentary about the. The rise of the Wu-Tang Clan back in the late 80s, mm-hmm. or early 90s, uh, you know, follows the story of the RZA and ODB and Ghostface Killer, but it, this will link me to my other TV series that we've finished and completed. Uh, I, I really noticed with Wu-Tang Clan the Disneyfication oh, yeah. of certain things. Okay. So the other TV series I want to talk about as well that I watched was Obi-Wan. Oh. on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> and I really enjoyed Obi-Wan, even though <laughs> I knew that obviously, nothing was going to happen to him because, well, you know, plot armor. That's just, that's yeah, just yeah. what I'm alluding to here. But while I was watching Wu-Tang Clan, I was Not watching... Watch... Obi-Wan anymore. <laughs> it kind of conjoins to Obi-Wan. While I was watching Wu-Tang Clan, obviously I was watching the story of this gritty urban drama of these uh, guys who were learning their craft at rapping and music and learning the inside of business and things like that and the episodes were really really well scripted well written mm. and the drama you know the street stuff like that was really well directed but at the same time felt so unrealistic
0: like like I had disney magic sprinkled <laughs> over the top of it like yeah. I, I just can't imagine it's Wu-Tang Clan Dis- and Disney. Yeah, no, <laughs> so,
2: it's disney
1: But, but yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. disney They've got all these shows on there. They've got connections to all these different programs. And I, I realised, like I said, with Obi-Wan, it's, there's so many problems I've got with the Obi-Wan show. But it's to make these shows acceptable to everyone. So, like, sure. anybody can sit down and watch the Wu-Tang Clan American Saga mm. and enjoy it. Mm. Because there's at least something in there that you will enjoy. The greatness of the drama, you know, the realism, the, the music, the, the the directing, the style. Same with Obi-Wan. I've got such issues <laughs> with that show. Because, <laughs> because I knew that nothing tragic could happen to Ewan McGregor's character. Mm. But it looked really nice. It sounded mm. really nice. The music was good. Ewan McGregor was
0: so important because Disney sat there and went a little bit of magic (laughs) a little bit of magic in that last episode where it finally became an Obi-Wan Kenobi show (laughs) (laughs) man like what the fuck has he
1: been doing for 10 years Go to this planet. Talk to your master. <laughs> you
2: know, he's like we had this conversation. But he was told like go here and speak. Yes, but he was devastated at the fact that he thought he failed Anakin. It was his fault for that Anakin turned into Darth Vader. Yeah. So he was sulking, sulking. Sulking for sulking 10 years. For ten years. I,
1: I don't know. I can't I can't get over it, that idea that because literally, like, literally, spoilers, sorry, if you haven't watched it, get Disney Plus watch, watch it. But Qui-Gon turns up and goes. Where have you been?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting for you. I've been waiting for you. Just a bloody conversation that I wanted right there. Whereas (laughs) whereas everyone can know because you, you little, you're the one who made me adopt this little bastard. Look Uh, what he's done bro. This is you. This is all You got stabbed once and and died. I've seen this person get stabbed, this person get stabbed. You died like, why? You died and you didn't want to come Um, back, did you? You knew what shit you were going to leave us with.
1: I, uh, um, yeah. I, I season reason too <laughs> yes, I did enjoy it but like I said I think it's like with Jurassic Park as well it's it's selling them to kids. it's mm. making it acceptable so that parents will sit there with their children and go that was a really good show. I've got nothing to complain about it other than oh we hid the kid around a coat. Mm. you know I would have loved to have him to have just got a droid and just shot the droid. Open the top shoved yes. in the droid anyway, and pushed it <laughs> so she's going to be covered in droid entrails yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, mean, I saw a video on youtube where people were kicking off that she one of the rebels had shot a mouse droid right and, yeah. and you watched it kind mm-hmm. of squeal and fly off yeah there was no need to she didn't have to yeah but they yeah. filmed it anyway yeah, yeah it's
0: great great yeah i mean i will say i uh, i unapologetically enjoyed Obi-Wan Kenobi but I I was having moments where I was not happy Mm. with the writing Mm. not happy with some of the set pieces and very disappointed that we didn't get the story that I kind of wanted which was him feeling guilty about Anakin him trying him finding out That Darth Vader is Anakin. And and and, you know, that brief moment we got in the last episode was really strong for it. Mm. I would have enjoyed more flashback stuff, more about their friendship, which we've always heard about and never seen. Other than an animated show. Yeah. So, like, there were so many great characters there, but I don't think they did enough with that. There was too many silly rooftop chases and mm. under the coat kind of stowaways. But, and...
2: but, but that's the Disney magic, man. They've no, that's got... not Disney magic. That's... No, that was just like the need to put action scenes yeah, but, yeah, in there but to that's... satisfy people that there is some action going on, that it's not all. Yeah. I just talk. think when
0: you've got, when you bring in Hayden Christensen and Ewan McGregor, mm. it's a wasted opportunity. To tell a good story with these actors that you've got back, instead of doing the fluff they gave us. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Season two didn't hate. I don't know yeah, they said two. they said no at the moment, but I don't know, you never know with Disney. Yeah. Although Kathleen Kennedy did go out and say that all new Star Wars stuff now is going to be in the sequel era because I'm tired of Bubba and Mandalorian and Obi Wan. Like, I want to go back to my era. It's mine.
3: Yeah, that
0: you. No one likes it either. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, other shows to catch up on Stranger Things. Stranger Things. No, this is Literally only just released
3: the second half of season four. Yes, no, we're not going yeah. to.
0: I just want to say that I have seen all of it, and it is good. <laughs> Sorry,
2: uh,
0: but maybe next Hell podcast uh, we'll uh, will we'll talk more of Stranger Things. But uh, uh, I, I was very happy with the the first half of the season. The month long wait didn't seem that long. No, it didn't. Because really. I kind of. Eaked out two episodes a week so and so going I up to I binge. it binged nice okay. nice <laughs> but yeah the, the like the moment friday morning dropped i was like yeah i gotta get ready today is stranger things day it's what three four hours total yeah so yeah, yeah and, it's, uh, and it delivers mm. there were some questionable moments but it still delivered and was incredibly satisfying one more season to go yeah yeah. <laughs> How will it really um, end?
2: Can, can I talk about a game I've been playing, yes. which actually follows on from Obi Wan and all that? Is um, so Ian brought was it an anniversary? Present? It was an anniversary. Present, an anniversary yeah. present. Uh, present was uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker. Star oh Star nice! <laughs> yeah, and and I'm still playing it. Wow! So well, I mean
0: those games are. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> Notorious. Film. Oh my goodness. Nine films, mate. Nine yeah. films. It's. I like I'm just immense. doing the trilogy took forever. I never even finished one of those. Yeah.
2: So, uh, so I. I when I, did you buy it for me? Uh, April? April, yeah. April, yeah. Uh, when it came out, and I've completed all the levels, the story mode, all the levels. Nice. So, I've done that all 100% yeah. with everything. All mini the kits, hidden Lego pieces. All the pieces Lego, challenge, yeah. Lego challenges. They were the <laughs> main artists. Like, to figure out what they are, you have to, like, like find rumours or buy rumours if you've got enough coinage. Right yeah. Um so yeah, so did did all of that. And then so once you've done that, obviously there's all the different worlds yeah. to go on to. And then there's all the different extra things on those extra missions that you get it's on that. Endless refi- all the Kyber bricks. There's like <laughs> there's like over So do you have like an overall percentage of hundred I am literally I'm only on about sixty six percent. Three numbers off. <laughs> yeah it's like um so obviously i only get i mean i played but i didn't actually get to play it a lot at easter die because we had family over and stuff like that so but um i play it it's my saturday morning it's, saturday no, it's morning. just chilled morning getting up before dylan's got up so yeah. i get the well, it, was,
1: yeah. <laughs> it was
2: assassin's creed before, yeah, you, before that it was assassin's valhalla. creed valhalla which i absolutely loved um but you were I, still collecting actually the i
1: haven't
0: well. i haven't completed Assassin's I don't know screens. if I know anybody that's completed an Assassin's Creed 100%. Because that's another one
2: that's, like, a massive, <laughs> oh like, yeah. You did the story. You did I've the done the story mode right. and all of that, yeah. yeah. But, but it's but the it's, endless it's all the yeah. extras that oh, you yeah, get like, with it. Oh, yeah, like, what, 1,000?
1: <laughs> 400 kyber bricks in the star wars game yeah
2: just... oh, no idea i can't yeah it, how many i've that's it, got. come Not up in the morning <laughs> here's yeah. a coffee dear here's yeah, your breakfast here's there breakfast. you go <laughs> yeah. sit on the gaming chair well. <laughs> nice but nice. no no but i've really enjoyed it it's, it's good Very it's good. lovely yeah so that's how i turn my brain off from work yeah nice it's um yeah that, that really helps games, so yeah. i've really enjoyed that
0: well, I've got another TV show that I really, really, really want to talk about. Yeah. And, uh, and it's because it's surprising. I mean, I, I'm holding my breath and touching wood. But Star Trek Strange New Worlds is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was, I could not believe my eyes when I watched this week's episode of Star Trek. Right. This episode of Star Trek took Aliens and Alien 3 okay. and turned it into a Star Trek episode. Oh, no. Nice. Where crew members... Have alien beings burst out of their cavities and die. So It is guts. bloody. It is gory. Oh shit! There are monsters running around. Ki- I mean, I, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. And that this episode also killed off main cast members. Oh shit! That's how graphic it got. So yeah, like. But on the whole, <laughs> on the whole, Strange New Worlds as a Star Trek show. Like, original series, you know, oh, sorry, uh, Next Generation, Deep Mm. Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, Discovery. Almost all Star Treks have ropey first seasons. Yeah, yeah. This new Star Trek is the best of all new Trek. It's the best Trek since Voyager got home. Yeah. And so every episode has been something different, whether it's been a diplomatic mission, a science anomaly mission, an interpersonal mission. Uh, relationship story a bloody aliens story yeah so every episode they've gone somewhere different interacted with something different kept uh, a small thin narrative going through all the episodes but every episode is standalone so it has that rewatchability Mm. and it has a thread to carry you through it has some of the best visual effects i've seen in television Mm. sci-fi ever great score great opening great performances i cannot say it enough because I mean those people are like they're sick and tired of like Discovery awful Star Trek Picard Picard, awful you know and and all the rest Like it's not what OG Star Trek fans want but I can tell you Strange New Worlds is giving me everything that I've wanted from a modern Trek show so yeah I'm going to shout it from the Raptors watch this (laughs) damn show it's worth watching anyway nice nice Ian you got anything else you'd like to Uh, uh,
1: uh, update us well are you guys going to chat about Umbrella Academy. Um,
0: yeah, season 3 uh dropped all in I one go. It yet. You haven't finished it no. yet. I I I watched it in like three or four sittings. Um I lo- it, I when, it was only when the season finished I was like, you know what? It felt very small scale and I think it's because they filmed the whole season mm. during a pandemic yeah, lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't go that many places, okay. they don't meet many other characters other than the ones that are in the show and almost Ninety percent of the show takes place in one location. Yeah, in a hotel. Oh, um, but that the, Ope, yes, the, the Ope, Ope, Obsidian the Hotel <laughs> is um, is great, and it uh, yeah. So the the characters are strong enough though that they'll carry you through Umbrella Academy uh, really easily. Uh, the show seems like it's going to keep going, um, so not everything gets wrapped up, uh, but uh, it is a satisfactory kind of ending. You can kind of like throughout season three you are constantly reminded that the events of season two for these characters was only a couple of days ago yes um yeah. so it does feel weird coming back to the show after like a year break I was but
2: how, how long is it since the last one yeah, i think it was over a year maybe a year and a half yeah, yeah yes. so so I, i'd almost forgotten yeah actually yeah, about yeah. what happened yeah
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course they do address uh elliot page mm-hmm. um but uh for those of you that are curious or still watching the show i'll let the uh let let that answer itself. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Umbrella Academy season three—it was it was good. Uh, wasn't great. Stranger Things was great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's one other game I want to talk about quickly before we move on into the news, and that was the Quarry, uh, developed by Supermassive Games. It's the team that did Until Dawn back in. I didn't realize it was 2015 that uh, wow. that, that one came out. And so this is their their spiritual successor game, um, and it has. A phenomenal cast: David Arquette, Lance Henriksen, Lynn Shea, and Ted Raimi, just to name a few. Yeah. And I, I honestly have to say, Ted Raimi delivers one of his best performances ever. I mean, it's not. Ted I mean, it's Raimi him.
1: delivers every time. Yeah, I every know it, but
0: I've never seen him so 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 chilling, so unreadable, or cold, but also hilarious, nice. and just because we know how funny that man is. Yeah. So when he's playing a creepy cop. But he does a little thing. You, you, you just laugh because you're like, "It's Ted Raimi, though." <laughs> like, it's Henrietta. <laughs> He's not scary. He's not scary, but he is. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's uh, if if you like interactive movie video games, yeah, you're going to get about eight hours worth. It's it's a fairly expensive game. It's like fifty right. pounds. Oh damn! Um, for about eight hours of a story. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Ted! But Evil Dead was half. It out. has like 120 odd endings. Now those endings only variances between each of them, but. There's enough in there for uh, at least a couple of playthroughs and then a year or two of what, you know, down the road, mm. play it again. You might forget different things, make different choices again. So it has that replayability, but it looks excellent. And if you like 80s inspired horror movies, mm. it's a great game. So, yeah, if you love that type of thing, you want to see Ted Raimi, buy it full price. Otherwise, wait for a sale and you'll you'll hell, hell yeah, you'll enjoy it. Mm. Cool. Awesome. I think that's everything uh, in uh, in the catch-up Catch-up, yeah, wow. All righty, well, let's jump into the news. Well, I don't want to jump straight away. We've, uh, <laughs> it's always the sad news to first, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. we want to talk about Ray Liotta, who sadly passed away at the age of 67. Uh, he usually played tough guys mm-hmm. or conflicted characters. Yeah, Tommy um, of, Often are not, dangerous characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he played uh, like a crazy ex-con in Something Wild, Uh, With Melanie Griffith in 85. Yeah. Uh, He was memorable opposite Kevin Costner in Field of Dreams. He was probably the most iconic as Henry Hill in Martin Scorsese's Goodfellas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But he's always had a noteworthy presence, though, in in all of his films, including No Escape, Copland, Hannibal, Narc, Date Night, The Iceman, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For. Mm. So even if there were smaller roles, though, Mm. he still stood out. You still knew it was him. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would always go. That's the guy from Goodfellas. Mm, and so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Like I said, I completed Vice City last
1: podcast, and then as soon as, like, as soon as we'd done the podcast, a week later, he passed away, and I was like, oh, luckily I actually played him. He's Not old either, sixty sevens. No. Yeah, good. but
0: I, I, I don't know. Do you think he did a lot of drugs? Uh, probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't know the man. Don't I don't know. know his personal like. like, 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 uh, like um, I don't want to say... Like, but the rest of the Scorsese team are all doing well. The, the good, fella, yeah, but the good living fella's quite... lifestyle, but then at the same time, it just
1: been natural. He was just so amazing. One thing, the
0: only thing I did find out about him was um, that he was adopted um, uh, as a baby. Wow. Um, yeah, so they... he wasn't raised by his biological parents. Mm-hmm. Um, which amazing. yeah, I found that out when I was looking him up. Obviously, after he passed away, because I didn't really know anything about his life.
1: Man, I absolutely loved him in Narc. I mean, it, like I said, the one major film I ever saw him in was Goodfellas, and then I saw him in Copland. And Copland mm. was just really good. That's great, yeah. But it's like Sylvester Stallone and everybody else was pulling the parts. So no escape as well on that yeah. island.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, it's a it's a shame he went pretty young, but yeah, got a legacy of films behind him, yeah. so he'll always be remembered. So, first piece of news, this is uh, the one that just, just seems bizarre, it's, but now that it's had a little bit of time to settle in, yeah. I think I'm fine with it, okay. but Joker 2, Electric Boogaloo <laughs> yeah, is happening. <laughs> I thought this was fake news, to be sure. I thought it was just a joke going around called? on... T- no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> say, it but like, it's what? the fact that it's going to be a musical. <laughs> what? really? Joker 2 will be a musical. Lady Gaga is signed up right now to play Harley Quinn. And the entire film is going to be a musical. And you know what? The, when I heard that, I was like, that's, that's a joke, right? It's a joke. But it's official.
2: It's official. Does that mean you're going to go and watch it? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like,
0: I'm kind of happy that well, it's a... Gary
2: doesn't do musicals? No, I, I do musicals. I just don't tell anyone.
0: Because, <laughs> yeah. got an image to uphold. Like, <laughs> like, um, but uh, I, I like the fact that it's going to be a musical because then it doesn't feel like it is... I mean, it's going to be a, a sequel to it. So Joker's going to be in jail. He's going to meet mm. Harley Quinn, etc., etc. But doing it as a musical, I think it would be really fun. Because, th- like, the, the, the topics are going to be really dark. Mm. So I guess doing a song and dance number with the whole thing could have this really weird say, oh, like, kind I really, of effect. I really, but it also doesn't feel like... Like, if they did a real sequel to Joker that wasn't a musical everyone would kind of be like oh you don't need to it's a standalone movie it works on its own yeah but if they do a musical they're doing something entirely different so i don't think it'll be beholden to the same kind of ah it's just a cash-in sequel Mm -hmm. well i I don't get me wrong i like the idea but i really liked sweeney todd
1: with johnny depp when that came out Mm -hmm. that's a really dark musical you know that's got some really dark undertones um and it's panned by a lot of people but i'm like really like What did you expect when you were going to see Sweeney Todd? Like 90% Mm. of Sweeney Todd's productions are musicals. Mm. Like you said, with Joker's production, uh, you know, maybe making it unique. I can't seem to get off the idea that it's going to be like Rocky, uh, not Rocky Horror, Bloody Little Shop of Horrors. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's... That's great! Yeah, it's... it, but it, but it might suffer from that that it it's so good yeah. like the, like the first one suffered because everyone went oh well it's highlighting you know manic depressive people who mm-hmm. are obviously justifying their actions for being psychopaths. I didn't get that. I got you know an origin story for the Joker. Yeah. yeah. This one, everyone would be like, oh, it's highlighting the fact that he mass murdered like a bunch of children on a school bus while dancing on the top of a top hat going la 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 la. la you know, <laughs> bad press like. Is there any good press but bad press? I don't know, but
0: I mean I, when I first heard it was a musical I reacted similar to the way you both did. But yeah. it's been a few days now and I'm kind of um, I'm kind It'd of be happy with that. To see how it's yeah. received. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 So we'll have to see. I mean, who knows? The joke might be on all of us yet and it's actually it's not happening. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but here's here's here is something that is absolutely happening. It's another mm. remake. Mm. This one is arachnophobia. Mm. And the remake is being made by Christopher Landon. And he's the director who who directed the the two I almost said three the two Happy Death Day movies and Freaky. Right now, I was kind of, kind of lukewarm with Happy Death Day, uh, but I really enjoyed the second one because that one was where it was like, look, we we did the concept a horror movie Groundhog Day. Yeah. Now we're doing it again, but they have a lot of fun with it, and yeah. so I was like, this writer director, like he he might not be the like the you know, he might not be Scorsese but he knows how to have fun. He knows how to write quirky characters. So seeing him do arachnophobia, I'm like, he can do horror and he can do comedy. Yeah. I just hope that the special effects on the spiders are as creepy as they were, what, 32 years ago? Yeah. (laughs) That long ago. That long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope they get the tone right. Now, I mean, arachnophobia for me was as impactful as Jaws was. Yeah. You know, whenever you had shoes, you're like, Shake out spiders. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you turn the light on, check out the yeah. spiders. Sitting yeah. down on the toilet. It, it's checking out the <laughs> spiders. Yes, exactly. Now, like, at least with Jaws, you don't have to worry about going in the ocean. If You don't you know, to yeah. worry about the shark. But spiders, fucking everywhere. Fucking mm. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah, I can imagine that this is just going to terrify a whole new generation all over again. Mm. So I'm kind of... Like, Arachnophobia doesn't need a remake. It doesn't. No, but no, I'm kind but... of okay with another version. Yeah, it does, maybe? Need, to, and it does need to be rebuilt booted because like
1: i've kind of really missed that movie and i've wanted to watch it over the last couple of weeks because it was just so fun mm-hmm. yeah like, it has got john um, goodman yeah it's not it's not Jeff is it it's no, it's no, no, the no. other one
0: uh daniels and Dan, jeff, jeff daniels, daniels, jeff daniels yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and the uh, the other guy who's the spider
2: uh, the, oh yeah 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 um, the spider stargate ex- expert yeah yeah uh what's his name <laughs> somebody <laughs> we, in the
0: chat he's in warlock it's was boxing it warlock? Helena guy
2: yeah, it's
1: boxing her and guy.
2: <laughs> no, he was got a phobia. Yeah, have yeah, yeah.
1: got his name. Um, but <laughs> they all—they all, they all had their quirky little characters in this—in this really cool little town location. Um, but my idea recently was like, I needed to rewatch it, and then hearing that it's going to get a reboot, I like that idea. <laughs> you know, bringing a really, maybe not a CGI fully CGI, maybe have CGI moments for when it's doing really like have it jump from the top of the house down onto the roof of the car and scuttle along oh, know, man i getting
0: be, the horrible creeps yeah, already <laughs> you know like or just like yeah like literally it's gonna be crawling s- over people in their sleep have and somebody sitting down
1: on the toilet and then just watching it come down behind them while yeah. he's like reading and then onto the, the toilet in.
0: roll and then it's going to fall down the back and, and then they'll come <laughs> in and be like hey frank are you okay now and he's dead you're like oh my god like spiders <laughs> pouring out of their mouths oh yeah it's yeah. disgusting yeah. yeah watching human
2: nests I suppose it, it depends on how close, as well, a remake it is in yeah. terms of the storylines. Because Arachnophobia
0: like is pretty much a PG film as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Would you have a male or a female hero, like we had Jeff Daniels in the original?
0: Um, I, I don't, don't, don't have really a I'm happy either gender. Well, really,
1: or, well, yeah. well, that's what I was thinking because obviously we. Who would you have as the main leader? As the Jeff Daniels? Because I like. The I
0: idea would get of uh, Sam Rockwell.
1: <laughs> Sam Rockwell would be good. He's one of yeah. my go-to
0: guys for everything.
1: <laughs> Sam Rockwell, Jennifer Connelly as his wife. Yeah, And, nice. Fran, and who's
0: coming in as? Oh, the exterminator has got yeah, oh, to be Bruce <laughs> Campbell. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right, yeah. well no, well, no. <laughs> he 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 comes in but he's killed off of course of course killed the off. does die so you've got to get but... somebody
1: else in as the spider uh spider. oh the spider expert. expert i was like the
0: spider exterminator
1: i like the idea of francis mcdormand as like the town doctor but she gets killed off later on as well she's supposed to be like
0: sprue and she's always power oh, walking yeah. and stuff but then she's like mm, nice. killed off. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so next bit of uh, film news is sequel news uh, apparently neve campbell has mm. confirmed she's not going to return for scream six now i have to say the scream kind of put her on the map she did films before it and after it but well, yeah. when i think of her i think of wild th- scream is what i think of <laughs> yeah. um but apparently the contract offer from paramount was insulting and she refused the low-paying offer saying sadly i won't be making the next scream film as a woman i have had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value yeah. especially when it comes to scream i felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate to the value i have brought to the franchise it's been a very difficult decision to move on uh, but to all my scream fans i love you You've always been so incredibly supportive to me. I'm forever grateful to you and what this franchise has given me over the past 25 years. And I'm just going to throw this out there right now. So this is my oddball guess. Yeah. This is, this is blanket media coverage to go. So Neve Campbell, not in Scream 6. That mask comes off. It's Sydney Prescott. <laughs> the final Scream killer why
1: what does i mean did you see see the last one no well then this one is. this one's totally fine this idea is totally flyable i watched scream 3 (laughs) in the cinema and i realized as soon as i sat down i was like i bet it's a killer really close to her and what is that her half brother I was like, "That's so stupid." <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm done with this fucking yeah, franchise. I yeah, I up three. And then Scream Four. Well, no, Scream the TV series came out. I was like, "No, I mean, that's its about. own universe." Yeah, yeah, true. But it was enough to make people go, "Hey, we want more Scream." So they made <laughs> Scream Four, and I was <laughs> like. Why? This is so stupid. People are like, oh
0: you gotta watch it. Because like, remember Courtney Cox or no, cat. No. Remember Dewey. No, no. the first <laughs> one is
1: the first one is great, but Wes Craven stopped, didn't he? Just like with Nightmare. He was like, no, and I I, yeah. I took my game from when he did Nightmare and he's like, I'm not coming back <laughs> right. anymore. And I heard the news with her with Neve Campbell saying, Look, they offered me pittance to yeah. come back. And like you, I thought does the franchise need her? You know, is she Jamie Lee Curtis to Halloween? Well,
0: they're better. F- they're better when she's in it. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> Until we get Halloween kills? <laughs> yeah, true. So yeah, who knows? I, I, maybe
1: I, maybe it's for the best. I th- I think I think they might be better off <laughs> parting ways for a little while. Um, Neve Campbell needs to go off and do some other stuff. Get her value, uh, you know. Get show them that her value is at that level that they're fucking the yeah. and they need to go off and make a film that actually makes the Scream franchise worry again. Though we know it's just going to be some boy in a mask who's killing people because movies made him bad.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'll see it. I've seen the rest of them. (laughs) Might as well. Might as well. Well, speaking of going back to the cinema, Spider-Man is coming back to the cinema. Not a new film, but No Way Home is coming back into the cinemas and they're calling it the more fun stuff version. That is its official name right now. Okay. The more fun stuff version. And it's, and it's to celebrate 60 years of Spider-Man yeah. and 20 years since the first Sam Raimi film. Uh, the more fun stuff Damn. edition is rumored to have 15 minutes of extra scenes Either uh, originally deleted scenes or scenes that will be have their extended versions in the film. So about 15 minutes extra. Okay. 2nd of September, they'll be re- re-releasing it. Well, that I mean, that was, film already made a ton of money. Wasn't
1: it already three hours long? Nearly. anyway? Nearly. So yeah. it's be so like
0: two and a half, two, three quarters. I guess they just want more fun stuff with the other Peters or with Green Goblin, yeah. etc. More talking, I suppose. Yeah. Well, last on the last podcast, we talked about Justin Lin walking off the set of Fast X or Fast 10. Yeah. Uh, Now we know where he's going next. He's now working on One Punch Man, a live action adaptation. Um, This is uh, Sony's popular manga satire. Yeah. Uh, The series in 2015 did a lot to propel this character into pop culture. And now there's going to be a live action film just to keep that trend going a live action it's a live movie. action One Punch Man oh fuck okay, not a... animated live it's action it's
1: gonna
0: s- <laughs> suck it's gonna suck so bad the... I, I've never got into One Punch Man I, I like the concept it, the concept if you don't know if you've, if you've managed to get this far I don't know it yeah One Punch Man is capable of defeating any opponent in a fight with a single punch yeah and he is so depressed he is so upset because there is no competition in the universe for him like, no one can can oppose him. Yeah. And that is the premise of the show. Okay. I watched one episode. I got the premise. I didn't feel compelled to continue following this character or the story, but it's a, it's a thing. It's yeah. a huge thing.
1: Uh, Funny enough. Ma- maybe uh, I
0: missed on something. I was kind but... of the same. I watched... I like the idea, and I like the
1: art style, and I like anime, but I watched him punch this creature and was so... Like it, 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 honestly felt like he was sucking the energy from me by being so depressed that he could do this. <laughs> right? I'm like, this is the greatest <laughs> thing ever, and he's like, man, I'm so bored. I, I, I also, I know it's anime, so like, I know I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> overlooking it now or looking over to, to think, over yeah, yeah, it. overthinking it. But like, these creatures turn up and like lay waste to half the city, and he kills them one punching and And then it's like the next weekend and everything's back to normal
2: really short fights then
0: I think so I watched two episodes (laughs) yeah (laughs) double what I watched (laughs) so maybe I'll enjoy the film I'll give the film a shot you know I mean I tried the show so I'll give the film a shot as well but yeah, I know a lot of people tell me I'm missing out. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people. But uh, I, you know what I'm like with anime? At least I tried one episode, do, okay? Do you, it's, you're the I'll
1: same, give it another go. I'll, I'll give it another go. You're the same with me with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul and all the other TV series I don't watch.
0: <laughs> I, I give I, him a go. I'm yeah, I, I give him, him a go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one here is not really much of a news story. It's kind of like a news light month, really. Right. Um, but we're going to talk about Jason Blum. And he is adamant. That if there's anyone on the planet that can get robert england back in a, the freddy Krueger role wow. one more time jason blum thinks he's the one um and it's also not the first time that jason blum's gone out in public or in interviews to say that he's interested in owning nightmare on elm street and friday the 13th he wants jason boys and freddy under the same cu- same production company the same uh, the same house mm. he already owns halloween and the exorcist you know, wow. and uh, and it looks like Blumhouse, yeah, you know, mostly make horror movies. He's trying to get all of these horror franchises under one roof. So if they wanted to do verses or matchups or or have have these films cross paths to keep their longevity mm. as franchises going, instead of just you know like the Hellraiser thing, where it's just like we're going to keep making movies because we want the rights, because. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> Uh, but Robert England has also said, like, I'm 75. I don't think I can put the makeup on anymore. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Jason Blum was having none of that. He was just like, look, I just got Ellen Bernstein back. She's 87 and she's doing an Exorcist sequel with me. So if she's willing to do it, Robert, Robert England, get your shit together. Put the makeup on. Come and do a movie. But right now, the the rights to Friday the 13th. Uh, sorry, to A Nightmare on Elm Street, belong back to the Craven Estate. Right, right. And a couple of years ago, they held open auditions for scripts, ideas, concepts, and they were going to sign off on whoever brought in the most legitimate or the most promising or interesting script idea for a new Freddy movie. Yeah. But that's been, what, two years and we've not heard anything from yeah. that. So there's rumblings. People want a good Freddy movie, a late Freddy sequel that ignores the remake. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. come on Robert do it put the I makeup on try, I'm
1: trying to think of a good story that he could get into like I said he's, he's what 75 so he's not yeah. doing any action sequences we'd have to have a stunt man so that's we'll
0: true who need to put the makeup on and just deliver the lines so we're looking yeah. at
1: Nightmare on Elm Street part 2 which obviously is the best one that I've always said so if they're gonna do, they're gonna make the best one ever, which is literally gonna be Freddy Krueger doing the lines. They could do it like Phantasm Four. For those
0: of you only listening, it's a hard disagree on like, the second like, part. For, for,
1: like, <laughs> like, like, like Phantasm Four, you know, where he travels through time and he sees Robert England, um, like old, the old yeah. man Robert England, where he hasn't become Freddy Krueger, <laughs> you know, and, and then George.
0: I'm overthinking it now. I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and next up in the news. This is, this is probably most people's reactions when they saw this. I mean, we all know there's a Game of Thrones prequel show coming, and that's like, well, who gives a shit? According to Ian, it's 100 years ago, we already know where it's going. Yeah. We already know who's on the throne 100 years after that. Yep. So who cares?
1: Yeah, who cares?
0: But do you care about Kit Harrington and the character of Jon Snow? You know, the one who buggered off north after the show ended? Well, he's getting his own show now. He's getting his own show. <laughs> Game of Thrones will continue. So they're talking about bringing back the other... What are they called?
1: The Ice Walkers. Starks. Base. Oh, Starks. It's, it's
0: been a while. It's been a while. It's left a bad taste in my mouth. I don't like talking about Game <laughs> of Thrones anymore. But yeah, Kit Harington <laughs> has confirmed. They have confirmed that they're coming back for for another show. Don't know what the story's going to be about, but we know it's going to be set north of the wall. The more, the more I watch you... Talk about it. The less and less I, know, I, want,
1: I want to, to watch, watch it. it. I the, the, the... Well, it's not even out yet. <laughs> I know, I
0: know. I, I haven't sh- filmed it yet. <laughs> how can a show that has got such a backing be so bad? Because of it's because of how far it fell from grace. Yeah, from being the most watched, talked about yeah. show on the planet to becoming one of the most, you know, having one of the worst endings ever. But there were people. That were you know critiquing and pointing out its fall in quality as yeah. it was going yeah, yeah until it literally until you were surrounded by the shit that it was and there was no avoiding it you know there's still some people hold on to it and still going it's still fine i still enjoy it still rewatch it which is fine it's fine no it doesn't mm. <laughs> it's just it's just so sad when i retire it is just so sad when i retire and i've got, and you've got nothing, nothing else today nothing to watch. <laughs> Because I mean, the first of four games. seasons, I will still say, are some of the finest, most well-produced episodes of television ever, ever uh, put to screen.
1: You say that? I the Spartacus I thought smashed Game of Thrones into the ground. Uh, no, <laughs> season even season one of, I mean, season the one same of Spartacus League. destroyed like season one League, of Game of Thrones. I you say that? You you say that? I've never watched Game Spartacus of Thrones. Is and like I have like no comic intent. Um, cheese. We, we watched the <laughs> first episode. But it's great uh i remember i watched the first episode no, and once i watched, the one the time watched they and... kick they kicked the boy off the tower yeah, after and having that was sex it. i was like you know yeah. what i don't need it but but I, <laughs> like, i've said a million times I, I was watching sons of anarchy i was watching dexter i was watching game of thrones and um, game of thrones i was watching sparkles and i was watching walking dead and all those shows season ones i was like no you're far superior to game of thrones I'm, if Game of Thrones continues and gets amazing then yeah I'll get behind it but I'm watching my, these show. shows I'm not holding out much hope and it, ne- well, it never did the final season came everyone's like yeah let's not talk about the show I'm like oh
0: Oh, who don't want to talk about Game of Thrones now? Oh, so now you just want to poke us in the ribs while we're down? No, here. I'm, I'm going go to go back to my corner
1: and watch wrestling while the rest of you complain it was a bad season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump to some quick fire news before we round out this segment of the yep. podcast. Rob Zombie has released a teaser trailer for the Monsters remake. Yes. Now, I've not enjoyed much of Rob Zombie's output of late, but it's a passion project (laughs) for Rob Zombie. Something he's talked about wanting to make for years and years and years is an adaptation of the 1960s TV series, The Monsters. And uh, it's basically, if you don't know what it is, it's about a a monster family that are forever wondering why all their neighbors don't like them. Mm -hmm. It's because they're monsters. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're going to see the the Rob Zombie spin on it. Uh, of course, it's going to be uh, starring uh, Sherry Moon Zombie. Because <laughs> why not? Because everything stars <laughs> Sherry Moon Zombie in the zombie household. Uh, Deadpool three. Uh, we know it's been confirmed, but they have they have announced that Deadpool three will take part inside the greater MCU. Right. So for the first time, because Deadpool one and two was mm-hmm. by Fox. Now he's officially part of the Marvel uh, cinematic universe and the the Disney, writing team have said they are having so much fun mm. uh, coming up with ways that he can wreck havoc in this universe yeah they've said it's going to be 18 or r-rated it's going to have right. its dark adult humor and tone good. so uh, not to worry yeah good. and just it's going to be anarchy be a disaster. but been... just like the second one though they are probably going to release a pg version yes. right. for the kids that want to keep watching yeah. everything mcu yeah so i think i think that that's great we can keep both fans covered with that Brian one. Yeah. reynolds is just Aww, love that yeah. guy <laughs> love that guy yeah uh sony pictures have announced that on the 20th of december 2023 so next year will be the official release date of the next ghostbusters untitled sequel to afterlife jason reitman is returning as co-writer uh, along with uh Gil keenan uh, they have suggested what the premise of the next film is going to be about. They've More said clones. that the teaser at the end of the last film is to let you know. Mm. Uh, also, the working title for the film is Firehouse. So the whole right. film is going to take take place in New York. Right. So Ghostbusters back in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumor is that Ernie Hudson is going to be the most prominent of the of the old guard. Mm-hmm. Basically doing what Egon did in the cartoon series. Winston's going to be doing now in the live-action like, universe.
1: Right, yeah, so, that makes sense.
0: Uh, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, um, there's going to be an animated Ghostbusters series, which I think follows the the cast from Afterlife. Um, and I'm not sure whether all the cast of Afterlife, if any, will be in this next Ghostbusters right. film because of the distance, huge distance. The new game looks funky as well. New game looks really fun. It's yeah, it's another evil dead, dead by daylight, yeah. one team versus, you know, a group, a group versus one so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, that should be fun but uh we'll see we'll see Mm -hmm. (laughs) just surprised you didn't fly off the handle too much i was
1: was going to
0: but that's great so the next piece yeah yeah, moving on (laughs) child's play the trilogy the uh is getting a 4k ultra hd release treatment coming from scream factory nice uh if you've ever listened to my streams on twitch i'm not i'm not um, sponsored or endorsed by Scream Factory, but I do like to shout them out because they do fantastic re releases of films that you know often wouldn't ever get re released. And so, yeah. the fact that they're doing a 4K ultra version of the Child's Play trilogy, um, and the fact that they're doing they've interviewed all the cast, all the filmmakers, all of the special effects team. There's commentary tracks from previous releases, yes. it is an absolute definitive collection of everything child's play one two and three so yeah. uh, as a horror fan it's like a must own if you if you want more insight into the child's play movies uh, that along with the news that uh, lachlan watson has been cast to play glenn glenda in season two <laughs> of the chucky tv series so uh yeah more, more fun times yes <laughs> all righty we've got just a couple of trailers to talk about today pray yeah talking about disneying um uh, a horror mm. franchise and mm-hmm. uh, now i i've always said i've I, I mean i've actually not seen this trailer
2: have
0: you no i've not so seen you. it I, I sat in the same room as ian watched it and i heard it i was like you know what? i'm fine i can visualize it yeah I'm making up my own movie
2: okay
0: um but I'm, I'm gonna go see it well actually i don't it's not getting a theatrical release no, it's, not. Mm. It's, it's going straight Plus. to streaming yeah it's hitting Hulu and Disney Plus on August 5th. Yes. So that's like just over a month away. Now, I'm, I'm worried that this Predator film is PG because I want to see spines getting ripped out. I want to see trophies being cleaned up and I want to see, you know, plasma cannons, people exploding, arms getting shot off. But yeah, Disney, yeah, it's going to be Disney. See, yeah. But, but the, the thing that rests my mind every time I get uppity like that is the director it's being directed by dan trachtenberg who directed 10 cloverfield lane yeah which was a really impressive tight claustrophobic sci-fi horror movie that did so much with so little i'm hoping that he can do something similar Mm -hmm. with prey so it's gonna be
2: the suspense
0: the suspense
2: yeah so
0: rather than the gore yeah but you know if i want the gore i guess i'll just rewatch predator predator 2 it's fine yeah i
1: I like the look of it and uh, i'm glad it's coming straight to streaming because if if you get a good audience the first day it drops, then then the audience is reignited, and Disney will go, okay, now we can make another one. We can set it here and change the story. Yeah. I did hear that they're actually releasing a, like a Native American language one, so like mm. it'll all be subtitled with the okay. Native mm. American Navajo. That might be curious. Yeah. yeah, And it, it turns out as well, I don't think it is a plasma caster. He's firing off in the trailer. I think it's a spear gun.
0: Oh, okay. Which yeah. makes it a little bit more. So he's well, not he... using super techie weapons no, yeah. no. compared to what he's hunting. Yeah. Okay.
2: It's like he's using the weapons that, he's, he that is his hunting. prey. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, spear traps, net yeah. traps, that kind of stuff. I mean if they
1: make the, if they make the revenant but with predator, that would be kick-ass.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would be kick-ass. That would be kick-ass. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so one other trailer to talk about before we take a quick break. Um thirteen lives. Now, we've talked about the, the real-life event or the documentary that released a little while back. Uh, and this film is going to tell the life of the, the cave rescue in June and July of 2018 mm. to save the members of a junior football team that were trapped for 18 days in Thailand's labyrinth of caves as they were filling with water. Yeah, uh, It's going to be directed, or it has been directed by Ron Howard and starring Viggo Mortensen, Colin Farrell, and Joel Edgerton. It's going to be releasing on July 29th in select UK cinemas and will be released on Prime Video on the 5th of August. Uh, I think the trailer really just captures the real life event. uh, Even the documentary that released a while back used, they refilmed some stuff, but used actual footage. Mm. So literally watching this film trailer, it looks just like the documentary footage. Uh, but of course, we're going to get these actors that are really going to sell you on the emotion yeah. as well of, of the incident. And it was a harrowing uh, story as it was playing out every day, waiting to see whether they'd save these kids or not. Yeah. And so, yeah, Ron Howard, you, you, you know, you're in yeah, safe hands yeah. with him. Vigo Morrison, absolutely brilliant actor. So, yeah, it's a real life story that's absolutely going to be worth checking out. Maybe not in theaters, but no. still, at least watching the story. Kind
2: of weird because to me, it doesn't seem that long ago that that yeah. actually happened. Exactly, that's, yeah. this is the weirdness of COVID. The yeah, two, that it's weird. It's like this, this two-year kind of vacuum of um, yeah, actually. Yeah. Like that's why I'm really surprised they've actually made a film so it's, soon. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, so soon. But yep. uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one okay yeah i also will say the documentary as well was also fantastic so if you can't wait for the film and you want to know about the story um definitely i can't remember what the documentary was called uh but if if you if you google it i'm sure you'll find it very very quickly very easily Mm. okay well that's going to bring us to the end of the first part of the podcast we're going to take a very brief break and then we'll be back in the second part to talk about our most watched tv shows don't go anywhere back to part two of the podcast where we're going to be discussing the most rewatchable tv shows yeah. now not really discussed how we want to do this do we want to all do our honorable mentions
2: mm-hmm. and then
0: all do our countdown five but, to one can, or? You, yeah. uh,
2: can i first explain what because it was because i chose of course, this yes. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so obviously um andy couldn't make this podcast he's been very busy boy lately been on holiday, hi Andy. In case he watches this back, he's not in the chat because he never comes in, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I, cho- I chose the theme for this one because of obviously with Covid and being in lockdown and stuff like that. And one of the things I think a lot of people, not just myself, have done was going back, watching, using your time up to, to catch up catch or, with... or yeah. re watch things that you hadn't watched for quite a while, yeah. So, so that's why I thought it would be really good. The good like topic yeah, absolutely topic, yeah, yes, yeah. To, to look at and you and you've done like cartoon series so we're not doing any cartoon yeah, tv yeah. series in this one because yeah. you've done that recent one about um your favorite cartoons and things like that so yeah so that's so that's why i chose it yeah so, so yeah so we've each come up with honorable mentions, honorable mentions and and a top five. yeah and then a top five each of, of tv series that um, that we you know that we've rewatched or really enjoyed, it yeah. and, we, and yeah. we would constantly kind of go back to and rewatch. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I've
0: got a little bit of trivia for you. Actually, cool. okay. Um, that uh, Netflix actually re- released some metrics and told the world what was the most rewatched TV show Ooh. on Netflix during the lockdown. Yeah. Right. And the number one most rewatched show on the platform was Friends. yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I despair it's the humanities. easiest TV you show to watch. You ever. don't
2: need to watch it on Netflix. It is constant. <laughs> it's everywhere. On. Always it's on for it. <laughs> <yeah>. On everything.
0: <laughs> uh, but the number two show was Peep Show. Uh, number yeah. three was The Office, the US yeah. version, mm. uh, and number four was uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Right. So uh, there was a few other ones on there, but those were the top. The right. top most rewatch shows during yeah, the year uh, was walking. a really good choice as
1: well. Like yeah. I remember watching. Like I got into Peep Show like season two and I really loved the concept, but then uh, like it was all on channel four and then I just got distracted
3: and
0: went off and watched some of this. Nice, nice. <laughs> okay, so i uh, do, do honourable honorable mentions. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So for my honourable mentions, they are, they're on here if I've ever watched at least one episode twice. Yeah, uh, but for the most part, there most most of my honourable mentions I've watched. I've watched once for sure, and these are ones that I would consider watching a mm. second time. Mm. Some of these I have watched the second time, but they still weren't are not good enough to go on the five that I would really recommend so here we go mad men flight of the concords twin peaks breaking bad Mm. star trek any of them any (laughs) x-files the good place garth Marenghi's dark place american horror story supernatural dexter better core soul the witcher spaced misfits what we do in the shadows stranger things deadwood Game of Thrones, Sliders, Band of Brothers, Bottom, and The Young Ones. Band of
1: Brothers. So yeah.
0: all of those, like Band of Brothers, I've watched like four times, yeah. maybe more. Sliders, I've seen, like Game of Thrones, I've rewatched like six times. Mm. You know, <laughs> uh, American Horror Story. I, I don't watch the entire show, but I watch seasons because it's an anthology show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now that all those shows have started to intertwine, uh, it's made rewatching even more enjoyable. Mm. Uh, but yeah, those were my uh, my honourable mentions. Right. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I need to put my glasses on. I'm getting old, <laughs> I'm <laughs> afraid.
2: I need to put my glasses on for this one. So my honourable mentions. So so mine. Some of these though are um, series from my childhood yeah. that I can like very very much stick in my mind of being series that I really kind of got into and nice. and had to watch and, and things like that. So um, so yes. Yeah, so there's a mix of mine ones. So again, Star Trek. Um, all of them. Um, all I, of them all of them or, yeah, yeah all of them um and uh i have put friends on there because i actually i do um we joke about it but actually i, don't. I know you do <laughs> whatever but if there's if there's nothing on t- else on tv and if i'm bored i've got nothing else to do yeah and i want a bit of a laugh i will put friends on. sure Sure. yeah um so quantum leap Not nice that, Yeah. <laughs> that's so good um that star galactica um, both the original and nice. uh, the the latest one, um, Umbrella Academy. So I has not made that one into my top five. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, with The Witcher, um, ER. Wow, Oh okay. yeah, I was only thinking about ER. that on my mentions <laughs> yeah. today. Just how, I mean, I used to watch Casualty, but e- casualty <laughs> I third ER to Casualty. ER, ER was the American, yeah, American the American one, yeah, ER was the American one with um Yeah, it, 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 <laughs> I loved that show. I was obsessed. Dexter. Yeah, yeah, um, I've. <laughs> this controversial one but um actually i'd like to put like all the marvel series ones that have come out but um sure sure um i, I went through all the marvel films and i needed my marvel fix because i was like <laughs> so i watched agents of shield oh, oh, i know man. i know controversial. you controversial <laughs> but, but i did i went through it and i actually quite enjoyed it sliders <laughs> like you Yay. misfits you Yay. put on that um, yes, obi-wan misfits. um From childhood, The Waltons. (laughs) The Waltons. The Waltons. I used to love and The Sullivans, the the Australian show. I don't know that one. So this is... I was like two o'clock on a
1: Channel 3 during the week show. But but
2: this is, because I'm a lot older than these guys. So uh, this is, um, I'm sorry. uh, (laughs) um, This is uh, when I was a, a kid and I used to come home from school. I used to come home for lunch from school and it was on at lunchtime. Yes. And my dad used to prepare me my, like, lunch ready, which was, I was obsessed with, uh, you know, the tins of beans and sausages? Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Beans and sausages on toast and watching The Sullivans. Oh. That's what I did at lunchtime. Yeah,
1: I had no idea what was actually going on in the, in the story. It, it I was
2: wartime. The... It was Second World War set in that Second World War. Yeah. But it was an Australian... Show kind but of like neighbors and all that. You're sitting there at
1: the lunchtime just watching this episode of this family talking about what they're going to deal with yeah. the World War II knock on. You're just like, I have no idea what's going on, but it's oh, really enjoyable. It was, it was, of course, it was brilliant. <laughs>
2: um, uh, I, I actually really enjoyed Superman Lewis, okay, yeah. And I could watch that again. I watched it, but if I missed an episode, what the no, Dean Cain no, one, yeah, Dean
1: Cain and Terry Hatcher one, um,
2: well, that and the latest one, the latest one, yeah, it okay, was um, pretty good. So I love all of those ones. Uh, Sequest DSV. Oh yeah, uh, used to love that. I felt that Boy, was sorry. kind of like didn't go yeah. on long enough.
0: Yeah, was well, that one season? I think.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, two seasons, two? But maybe. Two the second one he left. That's right. Yeah, and they, yeah. They got yeah in, and it wasn't same. Yeah, it wasn't the same.
2: Wonder Woman. Yeah. <laughs> Loved one. Spent around. On the I spot. wanted to be Wonder Woman. Um, Blake's so some old ones now. Blake Seven. Yeah. was like, and um, I'll put in there like uh, Space 1999 as well. Of course. Uh, yeah. I used to love watching that. Yeah. Um, Babylon 5, which I actually have on We've still got all VHS. the VHS tapes well, of Babylon 5. Got, but i I like, I don't want to go off on a tender
0: because Babylon 5 is like a huge thing, but mm. I, 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 I I know I should have got into Babylon Five. I like Star Trek, yeah, Star Galactica. Yeah. Why have I? Why am why I not, not into? It? Because into I tried watching like two episodes. and I was like, "Man, because it's I have no suffered, idea
1: what's going on." It suffered the same fate of Deep Space Nine. I
0: felt that Okay. it was around the same time, wasn't it? Well, uh, well, well, no, before it, was, it was actually it was on before TNG about yeah, TNG yeah. time.
1: But where we were used to Star Trek flying around on a spaceship, going to different planets with Babylon five we're stuck on this space station and we're dealing with the political intricacies yeah. of all these species. Yeah. But I mean we were like thirteen years old and we didn't understand the non mimbari yeah, yeah, yeah. war <laughs> yeah. and how it hadn't played. Okay, so effects. I need to I
0: just need to the <laughs> I thing is I'm so worried about going back now and starting Babylon no, Five because there's so much of it but and it's out. so it's dated. Long. But, but yeah. give me
1: out this is why like seasons two and three got a bit more actiony, a bit like Deep Space Nine's yeah, yeah. you know, Cardassian War where they had the war with the shadow I didn't follow it. I just watched the series try to recapture all the audience back with these action sequences while also trying to keep the diplomatic stuff that their main audience loved. But it just didn't it couldn't survive against like Battlestar and Star Star Trek I've
0: because I've heard that Babylon 5 is actually being remade yeah so they're starting all over again Mm. and I'm like you know I'm kind of excited Mm. because I hope it has the production value of new Trek yeah yeah and I hope it has retains the original storytelling from that show because I'd I'd like to see it modernized yeah yeah and I guess but I'm also I also understand the hate of the OG fans that are just you know like with oh. Battlestar when it was remade, they were not happy about it getting redone. But yeah. uh, mm. hopefully it'll bring. Hopefully I'll enjoy the remake show yeah, and I will go and back right and watch the yeah, yeah. yeah, I've got well,
2: I've got thing. more VHS if you have. It's a good i got know that's Really random. But there we go. Um, so Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, not the latest one so like, I've I'm not a fan even of any of it. I've not even finished. Like I started watching uh, uh the, and i've not finished it, but, it um,
1: doctor here, I, w- I was watching into the films when i was younger um and i did like the tv series but i kept missing i kept missing it because obviously they would only show like a certain times here and certain yeah. times there then it stopped for a while i really liked it when they came back with the movie with what's his face from um alien three i can't remember what the actor's called no the other guy uh guy who plays Golek he's in the bed oh i know you mean. the blood all over his face yeah yeah paul mcgann paul, there right. you go yeah uh paul oh, McGann, yeah, yeah, when yeah. he came yeah. back but he was in like a standalone movie and then they brought the series back and yeah. then i started watching it with you yeah and i started really enjoying it but then the writing started to drop yeah and, and
2: it's just gone downhill yeah so yeah so that's a, which is a shame i think um red dwarf gotta oh. love red dwarf gotta love red dwarf gotta you can red always dwarf. Re- watch a red dwarf episode yeah. um Buck Rogers in the 20th love century. Buck, Buck Rogers. Class. <laughs> really be, Class. Be, be, yeah. um, and then I'm putting a really random one in here, which Ian was like, I'd never heard of. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of Man from Atlantis. No, not heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody in the chat heard of Man from Atlantis? <laughs> Black might um, have. So um, this, this was Patrick Duffy. Houdet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think he's the drummer from Guns N' Roses. No, 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 no. So, Dallas, <laughs> he was Bobby Ewing in Dallas, which is another TV series. I was going to say, he's What's too that? young so, for Dallas. so, this is where I'm showing my age, okay, I'm afraid. Yeah. But, um, just Man Benjamin from Button right was Patrick Duffy with webbed webbed fingers. <laughs> and, yeah, and going on like adventures and things like that. But, awesome. yeah, awesome. Um, so which was really random, but I really enjoyed it as a kid. So, yeah, that's my honourable mentions.
0: Very good. Nice list, Linda. Uh,
1: my honourable mentions, um, obviously Friends. you got to love a good Friends episode. No, you don't. The yes, one, with, do. Do. <laughs> yes, the one do. with whatever. It just happens and you can watch 30 minutes of comedy. Mm. Scrubs. Mm. Like, we had ER. We had our Casualty. We had our Flying Doctors on, on BBC One. <laughs> we did. as well, And then we had our Scrubs, which took comedy and really dramatic tones, mixed them together. My name is Earl. Oh, like yeah. when God, yeah. Jason Lee came back with My Name is yeah. Earl. I, 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 I couldn't even every... finish
0: that show. Well, 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 I, I enjoyed I, it, but I, I never saw it to its end. Either. I did oh.
1: like the first two seasons and then they started messing around with the times again. They've
0: just dropped them all on Disney Plus and I would like uh, to go guys. Yeah, 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 no, that's cool. Yeah. I was Farce. always wondered if he ever did finish that list. Yeah, yeah No, he ends up in a coma. It's oh. weird. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Farscape. Man, oh, I
1: absolutely great. love Farscape. It filled that whole way. That's
0: my honorable mention to yeah, like I, I like when I wasn't
1: watching Deep Space Nine, all of a sudden Farscape came along and I had my whole new kind of Star Trek, Star Wars, Battlestar kind of yeah. show to watch. Good old bottom. Cannot beat a bit of bottom. You <laughs> gotta have that every then. Rick Mail, Aid Edmondson, mm. Legends. Yeah monkey the magic show of monkey i watched I this, the set the right? box set the i i've watched what three episodes when i was a kid and i was hooked to fucking kung fu <laughs> crappy <laughs> nice. special effects people getting beaten up you know and then you got me the box set I, did. I watched every single episode if you watch the european released episodes and then you watch the chinese episodes with the subtitles mm-hmm. they are so weird <laughs> you, yeah it's like tv gone mad uh, sea DSV, absolutely love that. Star Great. Trek Under under the Sea. Red Dwarf. Um, I, I moved this off my top five list, but The Walking Dead. So what, back to your honourable mentions? This is on my honourable so mentions. So what caused it to fall off the list? Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was at number five, and it was always... I'll always remember The Walking Dead. It's going to be like the one show that I'll always remember for the rest of my life, because and we never believed that it's zombie tv series could ever come along and then episode after episode people would die like i remember when herschel died outside the prison
3: mm-hmm. that hurt oh yeah you
1: know i remember when um not daryl was uh, dale when mm-hmm. dale got yeah. gutted you know i remember when um Oh, was Glenn's oh, Maggie's sister when she died after she came out of the hospital and we kept her alive for like three fucking episodes <laughs> and then she blew her fucking brains out for no fucking reason when the guy died in the revolving door. You know, like, there's reasons why I can't go back and watch the series. Because it was too brutal? for but they, know, they, they it's they too just traumatic? Kept, they just
2: kept killing off but really popular characters. Oh, I know. 110, 110
1: reasons to go back and re-watch that series because it's just...
0: But I, I, I've, I mean, uh, well, we'll get into the walking Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will, we will, <laughs> that's, 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 that's,
1: And any animated TV kids show on, I could rewatch. Sure. Like I recently bought, re-bought. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I bought Thunderbirds, complete DVD box set. Captain Scarlet, complete <laughs> yes. DVD box set. Space Precinct, ca- uh, complete box set. I've got that with my Batman anima- uh, my Batman animated box set and my 1966 box an- uh, I thought I'd
2: put a ban on him buying more things.
0: Well, I did. I bought that. You so. did. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> mm-hmm. All righty, so shall we move on? to so Shall we all do our fives? Your yes, we're starting yes. from five. Yeah, and yeah. then counting down to, to our down. number one. Yeah. Okay, yes. so my number five, it actually is my number five on my list Ian, Yes. is The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. Dead. Now, I've not rewatched all of it, but what I used to do, like up until like season seven was like season two's coming out. Watch all of season one, yeah. then watch season two. Season yes. three's coming right. out. Yes. Watch season one and two, then season three. Season four's coming out. One, two, three, then four. Yeah. All, and I kept doing it all the way, all the way, all the way, all the way, until then Fear the Walking Dead was, mm. was out. And both shows, I was like, oh, I'm not rewatching all of it now. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get to the new season. Like 10 seasons. i know, like, no, no, too much. Yeah. Especially 24. Some of the seasons are 24 episodes. Like Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah, yeah. redo them all before each new season it's like 10 episodes it's fine but 24 you're like jeez no okay I, I can't watch that many so uh, occasionally now we'll re-watch specific episodes specific character episodes action ones or particular gory ones yeah. or ones that have like uh, like the one where they have to go through the collapsed tunnel and there's like the bub lookalike zombie in there yeah uh, the first negan episode or certain episodes here and there but uh I think even when the show ends this year, like later on this year, when, when the whole show is ended, yeah, gonna, there's another spin off show in the works. Yeah, there's yeah. other shows like The Walking Dead universe is going to continue, but the main show will be ended. So uh, I think following Rick's journey with his family up until the point that Rick and his family are no longer in the show, yeah. except, you know, his daughter whether it is biologically or not um, <laughs> is the only, uh, only one, of you know, from, from that family left, but you follow all the other characters through that journey, the ones that they pick up along the way. Uh, so even, even though Rick Grimes is left, Michonne is left, there are still so many great characters left in the show, that even though there, there's a drop-off point for everybody, for someone who loves that genre mm. and that, that type of apocalypse, I think it's a great, show to rewatch to to watch to get invested in those characters and i know some people go it's way too talky but that's kind of what i'm there for it's like i want to bond with these characters and see how they interact yeah. in this environment that's what i love about zombie apocalypse shows is that there is an endless mix mishmash of characters and how they overcome situations and how they conflict with each other uh, and i think that's the show's biggest strength the fact that they've been so inventive with the villain of the month or the of the year yeah uh even though i, I agree negan was there for too long uh, <laughs> i i think the walking dead is a quality show i will agree that it did dip but i think it's going out uh i i hope it goes out really really well i uh, well
1: so, i mean i like i said i absolutely always want to go back and just re-watch it from the beginning always because yeah. i just i don't open dead
0: inside the Yeah, hospital opening yeah
1: <laughs> my my memory always goes back to seeing the advert for the walking dead on fx the
0: and shot they, of him on the horse the shot of him riding the horse, into the right town there. into the they city
1: they've got the music you know the sun on uh someone <laughs> always shine anymore just playing constantly and i i, I thought if, if this lasts for one season i'll be happy you know uh, and then I I remember reading the stuff about the governor and I'm like they're never going to put this on TV boom we got the TVs full of heads on screen you're like oh my god this is amazing the tank sequence the prison sequence I was worried how they would go with Negan and I thought they'd run their course especially you know with all like I said all the different characters and once they defeated Negan I stopped I was like you know what I'm walking away walking dead if I walk away now we've still got a good relationship and if you fuck up like game of thrones <laughs> then then it's not on us you know we've still had our time i want to see the alpha <laughs> beta stuff yeah you know i want to see the I whisperer see,
0: arc was great
1: i want to see the the, the the change in negan's character but i know i can't because i stopped and so i have to go all the way back man. i gotta see abraham again i've got to see abraham yeah, again yeah. and it's hard to see what happens to abraham
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, that's my number five. Don't number walk in five right. <laughs> so, so my number five. Yeah. Um, so, so it's um, Star Trek Voyager. Nice, nice. So, so I, I watched um, last year. I watched all of Deep Space Space Nine. We did do Deep Space. We Nine. did all of Deep Space Nine, uh, and we did all of Voyager. Um,
0: so why Voyager other, over other ones
2: as well? Any of the other tracks So, so I, I love Star Trek. I yeah. love all the stuff. Yeah, all the Star Treks are really good. Uh, but Voyager, I like really like Voyager because I just think it's a bit different to the others because of the scenario, of the fact that, the they're, premise, yeah. that they're trapped mm-hmm. in uh, the, Delta the Delta quadrant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and it's going to take them 75 years to get back. And it's their journey of, get, of trying to get back, which is what's different, I yeah. think, from... All the other Star Treks, which have got obviously, you know, Prime exploration, Badies, conflict, or, um, yeah. and this is them—it's their journey of trying to get back, and the fact you know of, of the different people that they meet along their journey, and that uh, some of them help them, some of them hinder them, <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. Uh, and, and Janeway character as well i do do love (laughs) yeah yeah, very strong character and it's the the dynamics between the crew and the and the different kind of developing characters that you see on on this journey that they're going on um so so yeah i really enjoyed actually re-watching voyager from one right through to the end i would
0: say that the the doctor and seven of nine were Mm. probably two of my favorite trek characters but yeah janeway absolutely crazy crazy character yeah like the, the shit that woman would pull off for her crew to yeah. get them home is yeah qu- questionable oh but, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah but yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, i i i loved voyager but it was it was the it was the first star trek show that i stopped watching um around season five ish right. i just kind of zoned out of the show yeah um and then uh and then like 10 years later went back and then finished the final two seasons just because mm. I yeah, wanted yeah. to see how Voyager got yeah. back
2: so um, I, I' made a note of them um, because it actually started in 1995 nice yeah seven seasons yeah I think there's about 172 episodes in total mm. uh, yeah the seven seasons it was there was about 25 26 episodes That's right. a season yeah yeah um so and then finished in 2001 um ending was a bit weird yeah uh, yeah <laughs> but, yeah because <laughs> it was all the kind of the the time going back in time and that's right like that. they just did the episode where um, they were home already yeah and then uh, then they were like yeah but we didn't get everybody we, home no so, so. we're going to go back
0: and fix it yeah so. and take out the Borg while we do it and yeah <laughs>
2: which was obviously the big because Delta Quadrant is where the Borg, Borg yeah, come yeah. from and so yeah. it was like yeah that was the the only thing I think um, um, you were talking about actually the Kez character the other day yeah so it was a Shakes. I really like Neelix and Kez relationship that lovely relationship they got rid of the wrong one and then they got rid of Kez <laughs> (laughs) Yeah, and not Neelix and you know,
1: seven of nine instead because they wanted to sex up the show a little bit. It
2: was um, yeah, which I think was uh, was a mistake. It was really weird because they, you you know, the whole thing was like they had such a strong relationship. Yeah, 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 and they were really good together and everything. And then to get rid of her, and it was like Neelix carrying on and everything. You know, (laughs) it uh, uh, that was the only bit that just felt wrong. Uh, yes. like it's one it. of the reasons why I
0: can't I struggle with rewatching Voyager because of Neelix he, he literally does my head in so yes. much it's, just, it's like Jar Jar Binks in a Star Trek show I mean oh, now that's the worst case but that's my example
1: but uh, yeah I still love Voyager I
0: still did yeah yeah, yeah
1: uh my number five like i said i i removed walking dead off this actually i i so had, what was
0: it replaced with
1: well i had south park and then i got told off for putting animated on there so I <laughs> yeah we're doing park strictly park no on. animated you
2: kept on saying oh, i want to put this in... no it's animated <laughs> I mean, rick and morty would <laughs> be on had my had list that. too yeah yeah. Like yeah somebody, we're not somebody said animated. somebody
1: said archer that we were speaking to and we were like no i yeah. can't do animated um and i removed sequest dsv off there and then i removed walking dead and I replaced it with Ash vs. Evil Dead. Nice. Three seasons starting in 2015. Like I like I said, I had five different, three or four different shows on here. And then today I immediately was just thinking about Evil Dead. Or actually I was thinking about the Chucky TV series and wondering if I would rewatch that. And I thought, yeah. well, definitely if there was a season two. And then I'd go back and watch season one and all the kills again. And then all of a sudden, bang, Ash vs. Evil Dead appeared in my head. And I'm like, oh, yes. I would easily go back and rewatch that. Yeah, you know, like uh, was it? It was only just last year, I think it was, or well, maybe it was this year. I can't remember. I purposely watched the Ashy Slashy episodes. Nice. Mm-hmm. The, the Ashy Slashy one is the
0: one where they pretend that uh, Ash is in a, in a, in an a asylum, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He's been crazy, and he made up all the events, and he's got the puppet to, on to his cover hand. the murders of his, which his Ian sister and friends. Which, the which yes. I have. He I, has what, cameoed in, a, in, a, in a I a had review. to
1: get it, like I like. I was amazed that this this show would even go for one season and had such a really unique storyline coming off the back of the movies and trying to keep all the licenses for the movies. Then all of a sudden we've got season two,
0: season three Yeah, ends a little bit abruptly no what? i i don't think so they they ended the story and then they had um a, a two minutes of a what would be another season yeah yeah well, that's what i mean um, were, you were,
2: were you not gutted that i want oh, to, I I to see no, another another. Same time, the
0: same time I, I i was i felt like we were left exactly where we were in the 90s when army of darkness yes, and yes that is well. and he teleports into the feud Towers. Yeah. he sleeps until the future and you're just like, so we'll never get to find out what happens to him in this world. But and he's now, still going. Now we're in Mad Max, Evil Dead world. Yeah. And it's like, your imagination has to do the rest. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of fine with that. Because, like, I don't know. I love watching Lucy Lawless as well. Like, I could watch Xenia. I, I could watch Xena. Xena. I could, <laughs> watch,
1: Xena. <laughs> yeah. I could no, easily go good. back and
0: watch Xena again with, with Bruce I, Campbell I, I struggle. Well. I struggle with Xena. It was a bit too campy yeah, I mean I enjoyed it but it
1: was a bit silly a bit silly but for me like I maybe it's Bruce Campbell I want to go back and watch Burn Notice I want to go sure. back and watch Jack of All Trades like Jack of All Trades is like really rare to get on DVD Um there's like a um Briscoe County I want to do Briscoe County as well it's yeah, just, Bruce yeah. just Bruce Campbell just Bruce Campbell stuff just Bruce yeah.
0: Campbell stuff nice yeah <laughs> Alrighty, so I'll move on to my number four. Yeah. And uh, this one kind of moved up and down my list. Because yeah, right. I was like, <laughs> I, the, the way I've actually put my list is um, the TV shows that I've re-watched the most. Mm. Yeah. So um, this one has dropped down over the years, but at one point it was my most watched TV show. And that is the Joss Whedon universe, mm-hmm. mainly Buffy and Angel and Firefly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you, know, you, you had Sir Michelle Geller, Nicholas Brendan, Alison Hannigan, James Masters, Anthony Head, David Boreanaz, Emma Caulfield, Seth Green, Charisma Carpenter, Amber Benson, and more. Such a great cast in Buffy. You know, that it, I will say when I re-watch Buffy, I skip the first season. I cannot watch the first season no.
2: anymore. No, oh, you can't skip the first Ev- season.
0: Uh, every episode in the first season has so much cringe that I just, it, it literally, it feels like the, the, the show had no footing. You it watch. knew what it wanted to be, but in season 2 it was striding along. It's a, it's amazing that you can watch all of these like like euphoria
1: like teenage drama programs, but like season, one, season of Buffy, 1 of Buffy no. It's too season I, I mean it had for me it
0: has some of the worst episodes of the entire show. But it's like sick, like sick like sick like, sick like the, like, like the so demon low. that possesses a computer. <laughs> yeah, you Lord know? York, I I just, oh my, I'm like I, I'll never watch this episode again. They are like, so okay. young. And they, they are, are really so um, young. Yeah. They like, but I I understand that it's where we get the the first inkling of who all these characters yeah, are going to be. Development I mean, of it's the development. I know, but it's just in season two. From episode one, we know who these characters are. And I mean, I haven't watched the first season of Buffy since the nineties. Like, I just can't do it. I just start from season two onwards. But uh, uh, but any episode of a uh, Buffy I can rewatch, especially the musical episode. Yeah. Um, and for Angel, it's usually, if I'm ever going to rewatch Angel, I tend to watch a couple episodes of the first season and then all of the last season. Mm. Um, the middle ground of Angel, I, I kind of, I enjoyed the the Darla um, mm-hmm. and, um, what's she called? Drusilla. Drusilla. Drusilla yeah. the, those kind of, you know, episodes with Angel and the flashbacks yeah. and stuff. Um, I enjoyed the stuff with, with Fred and Wesley. Yeah um but yeah it's like the last season though it just felt like it reimagined the entire show it was going to become something different and then cancelled yeah but uh, so it's always a
2: bittersweet rewatch of that one yeah uh but
0: yeah absolutely love buffy still do still do
2: so my number four is x-files nice Mm. it was on my honorables yeah (laughs) so so x-files um 1993 to uh to 2018 However, there was a hiatus. Yes, yeah. Uh, in between that, so um, so actually, um, it returned. It kind of 1993. It went on till I think about 2002, and then it came back in 2016 mm. for two seasons. Yes, so they were much shorter um, because the original series uh, there was six, nine seasons in the, the original one, which uh, I think I wrote down here was about. Um, 2022 20, episodes in each one, and then the last two seasons that they did, uh, there was only about like 10, 11 yeah, in right. each season. It was but it really was an overarching short. story, wasn't it? It was, um, but um, but I absolutely adored, I loved X Files, I was obsessed with that nice. show. Um, I've even got the X tattooed on my it was the yeah. very first tattoo that awesome. was awesome. Was the X Files? <laughs> I had that poster yeah yeah, yeah the, in, in my room i want to, um, well, i want yeah. to believe one yeah, That's right, yeah. yeah yeah um and um and i had a big crush on david <laughs> david cofney um, okay, okay. um <laughs> sorry so, i mean both of them were icons well they? You, yeah, you've got a crush Gillian on julian Anderson. Anderson, you know, oh yeah. <laughs> so um so it, it it was just so gripping and i think it was because um, i was really into all the kind of like all oh, the paranormal, super yeah, and superstitious, like yeah. it was, you know, always, stories. know, always interests me. So empires, as soon as yeah. the series came along, it, it instantly grabbed I, also, me. Also,
0: because there was nothing else like it, really. No, no, not, not, some... not on that level. No. Because it,
2: that the writing was
0: smart. The yeah. characters were intelligent. This was the FBI dealing with these strange cases. Yeah. So yeah it, was, yeah, it was fascinating. Yeah,
2: so, so anybody not seen it, obviously, um, played Mulder and Scully, were FBI agents that were uh Mulder being, you know, segregated to the X Files, little <laughs> office down in the base bottom of the FBI, which is all about these X Files, which are kind of unsolved solvable cases yeah. that have a paranormal kind of twist on them. Uh Mulder being the believer, uh Scully being the sceptic. But what's interesting is how that flicked actually. Um, towards the latter series <laughs> yeah but
0: series. It, it was at the point in television when it was episodic
2: so even though mm. scully was like i
0: don't believe in aliens season <laughs> alien ages. next week i don't believe <laughs> in aliens like, it's like what happened to ages, you between scully <laughs> for ages
2: she was like skeptic no <laughs> yeah. it's not real and stuff like that and constantly and it was molded trying to convince her yeah and everything but actually is when you get to latter series yeah then she actually became the the believer, <laughs> yeah. and he actually became the skeptic. <laughs> How so, does that work? So quite, quite well, interesting. I've like, not it seen the revival show. Well, oh, so not, right. It. Well, yeah, it was the later, later of...
1: seasons. He was trying to find his sister, wasn't he? Always. Well, yeah. was no that kidnapped. that
2: was that was the original. That was yeah. kind of the the original. The first the first series were about. The fact that, you know, the reason kind of why yeah. he'd got into this was because his sister had disappeared. But it and t- so he was convinced that she'd been abducted by aliens or there was some sort of conspiracy going yeah. on and that the, the government were hiding the fact that, they're, you know, that, uh, that aliens were real and... Yeah. And that there was something going on, and so that was the kind of the. But initial... that's what I mean. The,
1: the, the, it turns out later on in the like season, his sister haven't been abducted. Well, she had been abducted, but she'd been clung by the government, who weren't there weren't really aliens. It was the government who were behind it the whole time. And yeah, it was yeah, like this yeah. Whole and, secret, you know and, how to stay yeah, rich. Yeah, and,
2: and, and actually, the the smoking man. Because mm-hmm. so the, oh, he, oh, he died like four <laughs> times. Yeah, he of was course, this consistent thing who happened to turn out to be Mulder and his sister's father. He was. The, did you not know that guy? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Spoilers. Um, spoilers. Yeah, so he actually was Mulder's father, and Well right, now I need Mulder's to go rewatch sister. it. <laughs> yeah,
0: did the writers know this when they were writing the first season?
1: Oh. No, actually, no. Actually, I think his father is still Mulder's dad, but the cigarette. Smoking no, no, no. The cigarette smoking dad.
2: No, he was Mulder's, Mulder's father. Wow. As well. I'm still shocked. Um, <laughs> I'm and it, yeah. and it was kind of like it was. Yeah, it was really weird and. So it was this journey, kind of all the series that you went through. Of you know, there was obviously the underlying stories going on, but then putting in these really interesting episodes of of lots of different kind of paranormal things mm. that yeah. we, that they were investigating and looking at. Yeah. So um. So yeah, really gripping. I'd I'd love to actually. I mean, it's a lot of... <laughs> 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 11 seasons <laughs> Damn, yes, in total. Yeah. I would actually love to go back from the beginning yeah, and, and work watch it all the way again. Through a, again, again. Again, again. Yeah. <laughs> again, yeah. Again. So, um, so, yeah, that was my, my number four. Nice. Uh,
1: my number four is The Sopranos uh, from 1999 to two thousand um, seven seasons. Like, was it seven seasons? I think so. But, but I... Got into The Sopranos late. Like, it had already been like three seasons in, and I just happened to catch an episode one night. I was in the middle of my kind of Scarface, Goodfellas, Godfather kind of trilogy thing, and I was like, man, this series is just so good. I need to watch more. And I, you know, obviously, when it first released, I had to wait for them all to come out. So, for like years, all I wanted was the DVD box sets. I need to watch a DVD box set. So I haven't seen season one. I'm watching season five, season six, you know, I need to go back. I need to go back. And, then, and they kept the price going up. And then I finally got all the box sets and I watched them all the way through.
2: Didn't I buy it for you? You did, you I did. did no, look, <laughs> Gary bought me
1: season one as well on, on DVD. So I've got season one on DVD. And I've got the complete season on DVD, because
3: I'm not gonna throw <laughs> it all
1: away. But man, such a great TV series. I mean, some people talk about the shield, some people talk about the wire. Anything that appears with HBO, that old school HBO black and white sh- noise, on, that's a great TV series. Yeah. If it starts with HBO, it's a great TV series. Uh, James Gandolfini playing uh, Tony Soprano, head of a mob family. The one episode that always sticks with me and will always make me go back. Actually, two episodes. Sorry, two episodes. There's loads of episodes. But the two episodes that always make me want to go back and rewatch the series is is there's an episode at the end of season two where Tony's sister kills the main villain that's been trying to kill Tony all (laughs) the way through this season. Like, this guy has come out of prison. He's come back. He wants his spot again. He wants to get back his own money. Tony, who's the boss, kind of has to pay dividends to it, but this guy wants to remove him. So he tries to sleep with Tony's sister to get close. And she ends up killing the guy at the end. It's (laughs) such a shock. You're like, oh my God, that's, that's absolutely brilliant. And Tony... You know, Tony has to deal with the body, but you can tell that he's kind of laughing inside. Like, <laughs> I'm kill this guy. The other, the second episode is the one where he had to kill uh, Christopher Moltisanti, his cousin. Now, I think this was season six. And the actor playing Christopher Moltisanti, the two of them, they've been together since season one. They're cousins. He's taken care of this guy. And the episode starts with them driving along this freeway. They've just come back from a party. Christopher's driving. And you followed Christopher getting off of heroin. He's he's married. He's got kids. You know, he's turned his life around. And they end up in a crash. And Tony's come out of the car. He's come around to find Christopher. He's, Christopher's stuck in the car. The, the, the steering wheel's like crushed against his chest. And Christopher basically explains to him that he's high on heroin. And if they do a blood test, they're both going to get in trouble. So Tony had to kill him. He basically puts his finger and thumb over the guy's nose yeah. and makes him suffocate in the car. And then he spends the rest of the episode telling everybody, yeah, he died in the accident. <laughs> and you've sat there knowing he, he, suffocated just, him. he suffocated his own cousin <laughs> so that he didn't go to prison because as the head of a mob family. <laughs> oh course, man, absolutely course. brilliant. Like I said, I could go back and I could rewatch it. Kind of the same thing with Buffy. Like you said, I, season one is a bit cringy. Mm. And I always feel like sometimes that's because they never know if they're going to do a season two, season three, season four, whatever. Yeah,
0: they were finding their footing as to what the show was going to be. They knew what it was going to be
1: about, but what it was going to be. But that's that's why I'll always go back and I'll watch season one of Sopranos or season
0: one of Buffy because I like to see where we originally came from. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice one. Yeah. Uh, well, we did already discuss my number three mm-hmm. on the list. Yeah. Well, I've got uh, a couple
1: as well, so we're gonna. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My, my nice.
0: number three is Ash versus Evil yeah. Dead. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I remembered it, I was like, "Oh, it's number one on my list." I was like, <laughs> well, "Actually, I've only seen it all the way through four times." So I was like, "These other <laughs> <are> ones." <laughs> four. I know all three seasons, four times. So I was like, "But these other shows, I've watched from beginning to end, even more than that." So it fell down to third place for me. Uh, even though I'm riding high this year on Evil Dead with the game coming out, yeah. with the Evil Dead Rise coming out, uh, it's got test screenings this this weekend. It does. Um, so we're probably going to hear some rumblings uh, on, on the internet about nice. uh, reactions from it. Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are are heavily toting the new film,
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, even though they're not in it. <laughs> but they, they've seen it, they've talked about it and said it's buckets of blood and gore, you're going to get Evil Dead whether you like it or not. So uh but Ash vs. Evil Dead yeah 2015 to 2018 three seasons absolutely loved it great cast great performances like they they captured the horror of Evil Dead 1 they did. the comedy of Evil Dead 2 and the scale of Army of Darkness in every episode yeah. you'd have something horrific happen and then and then you'd watch watch Ash go to the sperm bank to try and track down all of his donations to make sure that evil the evil dead couldn't make any more oh, clones no. or copies of him and the ensuing carnage that happens man i felt really bad when his dad got killed in the car you know, i've got, son <laughs> i've got something very important to you, and then the delta <laughs> yeah, just hits him but it, but it also hits him a second time and squashes his head yeah <laughs> like, god damn it lee major so good it was so good the way they rebuilt the cabin the way they redid henrietta um yeah the the ruby storyline it for me it, it has its highs and it has its lows yeah it's the strong it is a strong point but it's also one of the weakest points for me especially because ruby sorry for spoilers uh ruby <laughs> is is a bad guy who becomes a good guy who becomes a bad guy so it's just like she flip-flops as a character or has as her role yeah. changes because of timey-wimey stuff but, but, but that's mainly mm. also because she's like shacked up with Robert
1: Tapper well of course yeah. yeah. So yeah. <laughs> his name's on it she's going to get in the show <laughs>
0: um, but uh, for me our, uh, Ash vs Evil Dead we never thought we would get more Evil Dead after Army of Darkness now we've got three seasons for me it's like we've got three whole movies yes. now despite the fact that it ends almost like Army of Darkness ends where we're not going to get any more uh, I, I think whenever I do an Evil Dead marathon knowing I've got three seasons more to go through after the films it's great. Absolutely great. I yeah. know I will re-watch this show mm-hmm. more than I already have. Yeah. It's It doesn't get old. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number three. Oh, cool.
2: All right, My number three is a really guilty obsession at this moment in time. Oh. It's what I have been obsessed about. Yeah. I come home from work. Yeah. I have my tea. And then I watch Stargate. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> so is it still going or is it... So what So what happened is basically, obviously I've watched it like the rich, when it was originally on F3 X- X- and I've watched Stargate Atlantis as well. I love both, both shows. Jason Momoa, obviously in Stargate <laughs> Jason Momoa, yeah. <laughs>
3: just,
2: just um, and um, so what happened is um, I noticed it was on, I think it was from season five mm. um, that I suddenly noticed it was on on, on, Sky on Sky Channel. And so I thought, and it was six o'clock. So two episodes from six to seven, and then seven to eight. So ideal. Nice. Like, oh, Helped me wind down from work and everything. And I just got obsessed. Nice. With watching <laughs> it. So I've watched it all the way through. So um, so Star Gate started in nineteen ninety seven, finished in two thousand and seven. Ten seasons, about twenty twenty two episodes in each. Um. Also, there's two films which I just you just bought on DVD. Bought on DVD. <laughs> bought the stargate movie because, i'm thinking awesome kurt because, yeah no, not that one <laughs> no, not that one the made for tv ones that came at the end sure nice uh, yeah. of, of the season so um yes yeah, so i and i've i have just loved re-watching it i've just been like i actually bought it for my mum i bought the box sets for my mum okay. some time ago because she loves it, she it, get as well. it as well nice okay. um, but but so i've watched through till the end of the season like i say, i bought the dvd's uh to, to watch i've watched the first film yesterday so i've still got one more film i watched the Ark Arch- of truth yesterday so i've got the, the second one to watch nice but um but it's so after they finished thingy they started it again what? One. <laughs> so it's all being the done last episode so
1: and then they have again, again straight away wow season one episode <laughs> one
2: um yeah so uh, <laughs>
1: i got to admit, I've really started getting it because I didn't get into Stargate when it first came around. Never did I. I love the movie, and being a Star Trek fan, being a Babylon 5 fan, being a sci-fi fan, I wanted to get into Stargate, but I I didn't mm. watch it con- consistently enough to keep around the mm-hmm. character. Sure. Watching it now, like, I'll come home, I'll sit down, Linda's got Stargate <laughs> on, I'm just like, all right, okay, we're watching Stargate. <laughs> Who's that guy? Where are Because we? like we're like I'm coming in season five, season six and we've got like Claudia Black turning up, you know, yeah. Farscape's ended. Oh, so, so yeah. So yeah so Black's turned up the guy like, who played okay. Trigon in Farscape, he's turned <laughs> up so they're both in there. But they're playing totally different characters, but this yeah. so is he's
0: well confused. They, but they've still got this kind so of, I'm of watching cool Farscape, But they've something strange has happened with the yeah. zip but they've
1: still got this yeah. cool dynamic relationship from working together on Farscape and you've got the like what was it I said today or Yesterday when we were watching, I was like, ah, you've got to love a good matte painting background. Because <laughs> there were some ruins. Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> this big matte painting, yeah.
2: yeah. It's great. No, it's good. But The, the series uh, kind of, so I worked, watched the first episode of the first series today. Nice. Um So, and that is like set two years after the film. The, yeah. the film. The original the film. The original film. Right. So, yeah, but it was just, it was lovely like seeing... How you know it started again, and yeah. How yeah. Tilk's ca- character kind of came into it and everything, and setting up, the, you know, Hawk, the... J- uh, Daniel Jackson, um, Sam Carter, and uh, Colonel O'Neill. Colonel Jack O'Neill. Yeah. Um, what's, what's the game? Is
1: it. Um... Anderson playing o'neill richard dean Anderson, richard dean anderson like i hated him (laughs) when i first watched him because i'm like you're not kurt russell yeah you are no way kurt russell jack o'neill jack o'neill in stargate is amazing this character but as you follow this o'neill in the series i feel that o'neill actually becomes him yeah than more so than the current Russell, okay, like, yeah. really Russell character, like I really like the current Russell character. Don't get me wrong, but O'Neill I always remember from the TV series because yeah. I got more, I understood him more, I got yeah. yeah. But nice. I, but I
2: love the characters in it because they, you know, they are like and and O'Neill he's you know he's is this this quirky side to him is it this sense of humor that he has this sarcasm Yeah. Right? <laughs> that, that that's just yeah very good. Um, manga manga. So I just read the thing about the, how he didn't get on with when so what happened basically I can't remember which season it was now but. Um, so Richard Dean kind of stepped back, and uh, so Neil's character retired again, sure, <laughs> <laughs> actually, he was brought out of retirement, yeah. the original, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, and uh, that's when uh, the guy from Farscape mm. so comes in as uh, uh, Cam Mitchell, right, um, to take over from that character, and um, and yeah, that I, I remember when that first happened, same as Mongo Mongo, I was like, a bit, Oh no, I'm so used to. Jack and Neil, you know, way, how yeah. can they replace him with but actually <laughs> watching it the second time now, yeah. I've actually, I, actually it's fine, it's fine okay, yeah, and, nice. he, and it and it does work. And uh the Dimerts and with the the actress that comes in from Farscape 3 oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um Vala Mulderan. Yeah, and uh, you said like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not sure about her character because she's yeah, a bit she's, childish. And like, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it works. Because she's not human. She's, sure. she's an alien. She's, she's from yeah. another. So when but, you yeah. when you compare her character in Stargate to Aaron's son in Farscape, like Aaron's <laughs> son's like a, this badass woman alien who's ready to like pick up a gun and kill everything, where Varla's ready to just have fun she's like she she is this fun like she's a (laughs) a you know
2: she's she's constantly stealing things and stuff like that (laughs) but they've kind of brought her into the group and they're kind of like and she's you know been accepted into as as one of the SG team and that's been really good for her and stuff like that so so I've really loved re-watching it it's just yeah yeah, been very enjoyable
1: yeah uh my number three um we've already gone over it uh, once i think twice actually but i'll, I'll do it a third time because it is just that good x-file <laughs> season uh, my number three like i said 11 seasons i i i there's just so many good episodes in like the first three or four seasons mm-hmm. like tombs tomb oh, is so good amazing. both episodes of yeah. tombs when he like uh when he first comes out and he gets captured and he comes out the second time and he's got this whole revenge thing against Mulder. i said to linda recently i really want to go and watch their um extended tv movies, oh, that the they movies. Make. Yeah. like the There's unopened movies. file yeah um and then you have I like to believe. yeah where he, he well no no i mean the um like so there was two movies
2: that were made. No,
1: it was this, it, uh, what I mean is the special episodes at the mm. end of the seasons, like uh, season one, you had Mulder meet the Navajo Indians mm. and they found the train car in the desert and there's like three episodes following all this stuff and you thought, oh, it's going to show us more aliens and actually it turned <laughs> out to be the government fucking around with us. Mm. You had like eight, uh, episode 82571, uh, which is another train car episode where he's trying to get on there and he meets up with Crychek again um i love the episode in the woods with the weird green um flies that live in the darkness oh, yeah yeah people. yeah, that, yeah that, was, um, that was horrifying i love <laughs> the, <laughs> like i love the thing type episode where you find a little worm creature inside mm. them and it controls them love yeah. those types of episodes the Monster of the week episodes were really cool i love the um what is it they go into like a world war two battleship
0: the one and, where they yeah, age yeah, quickly yeah. they're aging yeah.
1: quickly absolutely love that episode as well there's the one where you got um his face from Battlestar Galactica, um, who can control fire. And oh, it's kind yeah. of laced like the whole yeah. f- house oh. in like a weird chemical, I can't which, remember. kind of sets fire to stuff. Uh, he was in Supernatural as well. Mm. Of course. Yeah, I <laughs> can't remember that. <laughs> they
0: all bounce between shows.
1: There were I- some brilliant episodes. Yeah, like... Th- it's like what you said. We probably easily i think we did actually a couple of years ago do a massive you guys did i remember binge, you telling me yeah. going all the way through and watching it all because we yep, did the thing because the new well. shows were cover the new um, seasons were yeah that's out, right yeah but yeah some episodes are a real drop where you're like oh really the story's i don't remember this story and there's a reason why i didn't <laughs> yeah, remember yeah. this story but some of them really pick up and it's david dacophany and julian Anderson the whole way yeah yeah oh, yeah
0: Alrighty, so we're getting into the number twos and ones. Mm. Yes. So my uh, my number my number two. ...is Battlestar Galactica, the the remake, from 2004 to 2009, created by Ronald D. Moore. It was 74 episodes with a cast, including Edward James Almost, Mary McDonald, Jamie Bambert, James Callis, Tricia Helfer, Grace Park, Kate Sackhoff, Michael Hogan, just to name a few. Yes. Like, I've been a big fan of Ronald D. Moore from Star Trek, uh, Carnival, uh, even now to um, For All Mankind... Uh, anything that this man is attached to usually turns, in my opinion, to gold. I love uh, his uh, ideas, the way he uh, creates characters, and *Battlestar Galactica* reimagined. I've watched it from beginning to end, more than ten times. I've listened to every episode with uh, with the commentary track from Ronald D. Moore. I've seen the extended episodes, the 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 the, the made for TV movies yeah. that came came with yeah. it uh it's one hell of a journey like when when people go remakes are bad like sometimes they're not and sometimes they're superior sometimes not always (laughs) um so sometimes you have to try um and with this remake i i I just absolutely adore it like every time i rewatch it there's always something something new to to get hooked into whether it's the character development even though you know you know the trajectory of these characters going on that journey with them like like we've said many times like shows not changed we've changed uh, and so you get to you get to live vicariously through all of these characters, through all sorts, you know, the, the war, the politicking, yeah. the betrayals, the love stories. It The show embodies so much and it's really well written. Yeah, some of the effects in the early seasons are starting to show their age already, uh, but the, uh, the music uh, by Bear McCreary. Uh, is it, so damn good. You mm. literally get drawn into that universe. And it is, for me, the epitome of binge-watching. Because with Battlestar Galactica, it's always one more, episode, <laughs> one more episode. One more episode. One more episode. And then the season's finished. And you're like, one more episode. Uh, absolutely one of the most rewatchable shows ever for me. Yeah. Nice. Linda, you're
2: number two? My number two is already been up. And it is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I put Angel in there. Yeah, Angel with it too, Because last year, again, (laughs) didn't you? I did the whole of, of Buffy and Angel, but I did them in so you did when you got to season five you did one synchronised yeah, so synchronised yeah. with, with the two so yeah, the, yeah. so, when so annoying when gets a phone call from yeah. Angel you're like yeah. it was yeah, so
3: yeah.
1: annoying because I wanted <laughs> to do because I wanted to do that like I like I was watching her watch these episodes and I'm like man I'm really jealous because I was working late and I wanted to keep up with what was going on and then I'm coming in and all of a sudden she, Connor's been born I'm like for fuck's sake I've missed the whole <laughs> Cordelia <courtina. Death, laughs> d- d- the and then all of a sudden and fucking yeah. tired and I'm
2: like man I've missed the whole initiative shit what the- stop <laughs> watching this Then she's gone she's like almost to the end of the series I just love it I've I loved it the first time around I, loved it. I mean I've watched them like random like ones like before over and over again stuff yeah. like that but this was me literally but that's the first yeah. time I've ever done that yeah. I've, I've gone through uh, with the both of them yeah. and because uh, like I've made a note of of a couple of things like about the um the crossovers... Mm. so uh, so a lot of the crossovers actually. So there was like there was twenty two episodes where crossovers were made. Wow! Nice. But some of those were phone calls. Yes. Yeah. Um. So that, in fact, I think the first Angel episode yeah. had the phone call that that he made. To that's Buffy, right. Yeah. And she adds the phone, but then he can't. He doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything, yeah. and so say. Buffy
0: just feels like she's getting prank called. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a stalker. <laughs> well, no, that's right. Yeah.
2: Um. So and and it was interesting saying um that um because originally they they were on the same network, weren't they? they were on UPN. That's right. Uh, they but, went to the um, CW after five. Yeah, and then obviously that caused a bit of a problem in terms of that. Yeah, the, yeah. The crossovers, but um, but absolutely, absolutely loved doing that, and and it was a bit gutting the end of Angel. It was. I just now, felt like there was it just. I
0: I made my peace with that ending, mm. and I I think it's, I I, I mean I've done a, like a whole turnaround on that ending. I think it's the best way to end Angel mm. because the. The, the way Angel ends is the epitome of everything that the character is doing yeah. and that's fighting yeah. fighting fight the, good fight the good fight right, the good, yeah. right till the end yeah. even if it even if your opposition is overwhelming and defeat is imminent. Mm-hmm. Keep fighting. Yeah. yeah. And so, so that's the way the... they go out. Yeah. And I was like, that's kind of beautiful. But it's still what. It I know you still want to want know more. And it's, it's because it was, because the episode was so soul crushing mm-hmm. as well because yeah. of the deaths that occurred. Yeah. I do, I do think it's a bit harsh, though. But like, I'm
1: looking back and realizing that, like, it could have been so much better if Josh Whedon hadn't been fucking with Charisma
3: Carpenter's fucking
1: class. Yeah. Yes, I know. I know. The behind the, the scenes yeah. stuff that's come out is, <laughs> like, is
0: horrible. Yeah. To bring it down or anything. Oh, i know I know I know, know I know I know it's there but yeah. I, it's still not going to take away my enjoyment of what yeah. what what joss did create yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. And, I, and i did actually really love up uh, i i i love the, the you know the character developments in both angel and Buffy, yeah. and, yeah. and and the fact that that angel um kind of fell in love with Cordelia, Cordelia of all people. Cordelia of all people. And what <laughs> yeah. But it was nice yeah. and it worked. And, it did, and, yeah. Because her character evolved too. Yeah. And actually a Buffy and Spike yeah, um, yeah. relationship as well, which was... I know, know.
0: Well, I mean, it's well, we've discussed it on the, on the Buffy podcast yeah. we did a few years back. But yeah, that, that whole dynamic. And of course, it's always weird because Spike does at one point, tried to rape Buffy. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a very dark, it's very really dark, confusing yeah. and conflicted kind well, of character. Because Spike is my favourite character, but you still have to go, oh my God. Oh yeah. yeah.
1: Well, Cordelia did sleep with Angel's son. I
2: know. As well.
1: Yeah. Right. So it's all
2: kinds
0: of weird. Yeah. It's all the drama.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All a bit messed <laughs> up in places, but still love it. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely love it.
1: The you number two? Uh, my number two, it's already gone. Uh, you've seen a pattern here, but it, <laughs> I've got both shows. Battlestar Galactica, Nineteen seventy eight and um, two thousand and four. Yeah. Nice. I mean like I absolutely loved Battlestar Galactica when it first came Saint, out. Send me too, yeah. like the T V series, like when I was younger, I just had to keep watching it. Like I, you know, I love Star Trek, but Battlestar Galactica I had had face in it from eighteen and I was massively I into eighteen as well. A major crush <laughs> <Darren> <laughs> Benedict. <laughs> Benedict. Is, as yeah. in
2: my school books, Heart with D B. Um, <laughs> LH well decisions. katie sackoff she, she
1: was able to turn that character around in the remake series yeah. and just make it so much sexier again <laughs> you were just <laughs> like what is it about starbuck it's just so awesome i mean i bought you know the board games i got an outfit and got married in it i got wedding cakes for it this is how, this is how much of the, the series had an impact on me i can go back like you know i because they started showing it on horror channel a couple of months ago replaying Battlestar Galactica and Farscape back to back and I was watching uh, the 1978 episode where they meet up with Pegasus and you've got um, not Bo Bridges because that's the commander from uh, it's his dad yeah you know the older yeah, bridges. I know, yeah, yeah. And he's he's playing Commander Kane. It's like, Kane. A wrong. Week. quit sniffing glue. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's playing Commander Kane and he's like, I'm gonna fly my I'm gonna fly Pegasus down there. You can't take on three base stars at the same time, and the special effects are absolutely terrible. <laughs> but I was like, man, I really want to watch the remake series now, where they fly Pegasus and into three fucking base stars. stars. Yeah. the Adama maneuver into yeah. a fucking uh, new capital. Drop, that dropship. Oh, <sighs> it's amazing. Like I love Star Trek. But Battlestar fucking mm. takes the cake, doesn't takes
0: it? The cake, yeah, nice. The cake. Alrighty, Ooh. so we're moving into number, number one. Ones. Number ones. Alrighty, my number one, it, it is there. I mean, Battlestar Galactica is probably my favourite sci-fi, probably one of my favourite shows of all time. Yeah, but I've not rewatched it anywhere near as much as I have watched. Red Dwarf. (laughs) We did a podcast on Red Dwarf a while back. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, I also think it's funny that both Battlestar Galactica and Red Dwarf both currently sit at 74 episodes each. Wow. Um, But yeah, Red Dwarf has been ongoing since 1988. And it hasn't stopped yet. It hasn't stopped. It should have, maybe, but it hasn't. (laughs) uh, Rob Grant and Doug Naylor created the show. Now, famously, they kind of had a huge falling out. And some of Red Dwarf has continued without... I can't remember which one.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, but apparently they've overcome their differences and they work together and they released The Promised Land, which came out two years ago in 2020 during the pandemic lockdown. Yeah. And for me, a lot of fans were just like, ah, oh, The Promised Land is kind of mediocre. The jokes... Yeah. Is that the one with the cat? And yeah, his it was family. the whole cat yeah, story. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was great. It was like... It was... It, it was... a. Uh, it was a comedy moment uh, you know uh, it was the timing it couldn't have been better like the world was feeling pretty bleak yeah you know, people were dying of of this illness around the world and so just watching this it, this irreverent kind of bizarre comedy with these characters have been watching since the 80s still pull it off yeah uh I, there's not a bad episode of Red Dwarf for me. Well, there's maybe one or two, but but even in those <laughs> episodes, episodes. But, but even in those episodes, there are still great moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, whenever I rewatch Red Dwarf, it's from beginning to end, mm-hmm. beginning to end. I don't get tired of it. I don't get
1: old. Weird thing is once again, First season of Red Dwarf, I think it's really cringy. I don't think it actually I think it's so good. I don't think it it's gets just good the until season three there's no or Crichton. season four. Yeah. You know, but, it it, kept,
0: it was the simple but, formula
1: that worked. F- well, that's it. But first season, I can go back and rewatch because I'm like, I love seeing where they've come, how bad the special effects are, how <laughs> crappy the script writing is until, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Red Dwarf, just mwah, bring right, more, please. I mean, they said... They said uh, a, a year or so ago that, yes, there's absolutely going to be more Red Dwarf. And it, they said it'll be 2022. Yeah. However, it's looking unlikely we're going to see any new Red Dwarf. Like might do. Craig Charles has lost his um,
1: uh, spots on Radio 4. Oh, so he's going to need more money. Need money. He's going to need more money. <laughs> and he's not Red on Dwarf, Coronation please. Street anymore either. <laughs> Damn. Well,
2: uh, Linda, you're number one. Right, show. so my, my number one. Oh, I wonder what my number one <laughs> show is going to be. Yes, Matt Midgley. Hooters. Okay, it's not, Ho- <laughs> <laughs> it's right. not Hooters. It's not No, my number one show is is Strange Things. Nice. I've absolutely loved this, uh, all the series of yeah. Strange Things. Uh, was it started in 2016? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Again, Covid disrupting um the the flow of that indeed um, indeed but what what do i love about it um i i love about the fact the era it set in because it's the 80s it's yeah. the 80s and it's at the time that, that you know when they started off back then all, all of them are the age that i was at that time time. yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. so so all of the music all of the you know the 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 things that they're doing the you know everything just riding
0: around everywhere on bicycles yeah the choppers,
2: and you know it's the the memories there are just there um i'm wearing my proud hellfire club because i need to get um, one of those (laughs) because i did used to play dungeons and dragons yeah yeah. Um, actually i played ad and d (laughs) because <laughs> um, yeah, there's a whole yeah, sequence of advanced, guns and yeah. stuff like that. But um, my first character was called Wendy Windlass. Nice. So um, yeah, and uh, and I used to yeah. So I do, I was sort of hot into the whole role playing thing back then. Um, not in the eighties. Well, late, 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 it was the end of the eighties that yeah. I got into it yeah um so so there's that, that aspects of it that just you know it's, it's just the memories there are, are brilliant but uh and the music but it is just such a gripping show it does it does it's... everything
0: on terms of the nostalgia uh which captures that really well just like the movie posters in the background yeah. when they're dressed yeah. in yeah, ghostbusters everything. uniforms yeah. uh but in terms of like the muse the synth music that they oh, use absolutely brilliant uh winona Ryder, oh, she's just amazing mm. in it as well but all of the child actors are
2: great oh they, they are
0: they're yeah. amazing I, I definitely would say like for me putting stranger things on the on the list for me is too soon but i know it absolutely will get on my list because yeah, no. i've loved every season except a few moments in season two
2: yes yeah, so yeah I, i'd agree so uh, uh, is it the bit where she goes off to it felt like a whole nother yeah, show where it she didn't feel she like stranger things with, uh, yeah. the, the, another another one of the yeah the other, the kids from um, the laboratory that's right um, yeah and it went off on a little bit of a tangent and that was a bit weird yeah I know um, it was a character development
0: yeah, for, and for, was,
2: 11, for Ellen at 11 for 11 yeah, yeah. But um, but no, I, I, I just think the uh, the characters in it are just so are so strong what's, and so good. So who's the guy who plays the head
1: doctor? It's not Matthew McConaughey, is it? You've got so, Paul Reiser,
0: who's in there. And, oh, and I can't remember who the senior guy is. He's, 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 he's
1: the senior doctor. He's a really good actor. I can't remember his name, but he's he's really held that position really well. Yeah, and, what,
2: and what's... Evil, you know, But 11's. what's interesting is you... you like especially in the latter series the one that's just kind of come out yeah. now is um is that you always kind of saw him as the big baddie mm-hmm. but actually you start seeing seeing more another, layers of who these characters yeah, are, side, yeah. so. of, they're not yeah he's not a two-dimensional it's villain not, yeah. it's not at all um and so really starts making you question actually um what he's done and yeah and, where he's and, here, why. and why yeah are the big thing, so yeah. I so. hope
0: they don't drop the ball with the fifth season and ruin now. everything. But
2: I think yeah, once it's all there, I think yeah, absolutely rewatchable, start to finish. Yeah, yeah. and what's lovely is is Dylan's really got into it. Awesome, yeah. yeah. actually, Dylan and my granddaughter as yeah. well. The two of them, just... mean, even
0: though it's horror related and there are some oh you know, yeah, this oh, tough yeah. moments. Yeah, yeah. Is. I could easily see it like kids getting into it yeah, too, yeah. or at least you know, yeah. they more mature
1: kids. But that's why I was so happy because like. When it first came out, Dylan was at an age that I was like, he really needs to start watching TV shows because all he's watching is YouTube, YouTube shows, yeah. you know. And I know that that's the generation now is like you will you will watch somebody on
2: Twitch, TikTok generation. hey Twitch, you know, or
1: TikTok <laughs> or or YouTube or whatever, and you that's your new show, yeah, you know, and then. Netflix comes along with this streaming site and they drop this Stranger Things show. And I'm thinking, oh, it's not going to do very well. It's set in the 80s. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody just said in in their chat, oh, I don't understand the hype. You don't have to understand the hype. Hype isn't there to be understood. Hype is just hype. <laughs> all of a sudden, somebody goes, watch this. And all of a sudden, 20 people are watching it. And, and also you, saying watch and, it. And yeah. saying watch it. And you stand there going, oh, I don't understand why. And there's, you've got your reasons why you won't watch it. That ain't going to stop these 20 people from watching this. And yeah. so with with Dylan, I was like, he needs to start watching this. Linda then sat him down. He started watching a couple of the episodes. Like We went away for um, a, a wedding. Think, yeah, and and we got, it was his birthday so well. at the same time. And the person whose wedding it was had bought him the figures oh, yeah. for you know the Demogorgon and then awesome. all the boys in the Ghostbusters <laughs> figures. Like I felt so yeah, bad. He he's the ripping them open. You know, That's he's awesome. ripping the box open. He wants to play with them. And I'm like, no, keep oh, uh, them that, all. That was
2: the brilliant thing. Um, so um, uh, the the guy who plays Hopper. Yeah, yeah. I've forgotten his name. David.
1: Uh, bad Hellboy.
0: It <laughs> he was it's the Bad Hellboy. He was the Bad the Hellboy. Harbour. Yeah. David
2: Harbour. David Harbour. <laughs> That's it. Um, so, um, so on the Strange Things on Facebook, which and, stuff like that. and uh, Dylan, um, I brought Dylan a Demogorgon costume. Yeah. awesome. So one Halloween, he that. went out as the Demogorgon and I took a picture of them, and I posted it up on the Strange Things. That David Harbour liked it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. Really cool. that's really cool. <laughs> Uh, little yeah. things in life but yeah so yeah yeah, yeah so, i definitely uh, so strange things This one i've yeah. already repeat watched it um yeah. the, the and will do again and i will do again, will do um, again. um definitely so i
1: will definitely sit down and watch it probably next time before you get to season five yeah you, know, you need I to do, do. I, know, need I, know to. I know I do work on my list is like longer just than my fucking arm yeah episodes
2: here and there but I don't
1: need to people go this show's amazing I'm like great it's not going to change it's still going to be amazing when I sit down in 10 years and <laughs> <to> watch it <laughs> well sit down 10 years <laughs> and watch it Ian no, well <laughs> actually you're number one my number one go. is a bit of a controversial I we know it. one we, we, we do <laughs> um, but
2: uh, well, we both when he told us yeah, it's it's fine. the same thing let's take a nap it's
1: a TV show it's been shown on tv it's had 30 seasons it's been shown since 1993 it is wwf slash wwe monday night raw uh i obviously i love wrestling and Maybe. when they, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I do love it a little bit and the thing that gets me and this is why I, i'm not gonna get into a massive rant about why this is a tv show and i'm not gonna get defensive if people tell me it's argumentative But I will say at one point during 1997 to 2000, there was a Monday night TV war in America. Ratings were fought over channels, you know, and it was all about controversy and cash and wrestling show. Raw was at the forefront of it. Nitro was kind of lagging behind, but you've got crazy-ass characters. You've got crazy-ass storylines. You've got crazy-ass actors. I mean, where the hell do you think Dwayne Johnson learned his craft of acting? He didn't do it on a stage show. He wasn't in theatre. No, he was in front of thousands of fans every night, Monday to Friday, performing. Yes, as a sports star, but he was doing his promos. He was cutting his action, uh, his acting. You know, from there, you'd go on into movies and like I don't keep up with it as weekly as I should do as like I used to, but that's because you
0: are actually rewatching.
2: am <laughs> going re-watches. back.
0: I just rewatch.
2: I don't mind though. He does this at like at, at night, and yeah. he, so he'll watch one, he gives me a back rub. No, yes. so I'm I'm fine with She's it. Yeah, with it. That's, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but th- but this
1: is the thing. Like I. I wouldn't have this as my favourite TV show if it hadn't had such an impact on TV as it has. You know, like, I I could have put AEW on here as wrestling, but that's only been out for a couple of years and it's not actually impacting TV or the ratings like it thinks it should. Vince McMahon took a, a wrestling TV show, which shouldn't do very well, and had every kid from the age of 13 to 17 watching it between 1997 to 2000 for TNA, and puppies, and beer, and chair shots, (laughs) and barbed wire, and it was just epic. And (laughs) I, like I said, I don't watch it as well as I used to, and it's amazing that it's still going. Three hour TV, three hour episodes now. It used to be an hour, and then it was two hours, and that was easy to contain, and now it's three hours, because somebody in an office somewhere wants more and more more yeah. ad revenue more ad revenue <laughs> there. and that's the, that's the main thing isn't it it's to be able to sell different, more, more fucking food and toys and, and drinks on, on the show but
2: yeah i tell you what though what I have like enjoyed because obviously it has got the WWE network the network um, yeah um, is uh, Stone Cold the podcast uh, was done Yeah, what they're called. The, the Broken Skull broken Sessions. The yeah. Actually, that's like Those the, are really good. I yeah, listened to really the Undertaker good.
0: one.
1: And yeah, listen to those and then realise like with with Raw. So Raw would have been on a Monday, but they would have show they would have worked on a Tuesday and a Wednesday and a Thursday, and then they would have done weekend shows, and then they're getting ready for a TV show, TV recording again on the Monday. Yeah. And so you're just hearing on the broken skull sessions about the road stories traveling yeah we'd work for eight hours we'd do all these shows then we'd go get drunk then we'd crash out then we'd have to drive to the next show then we'd have to do it all again you're like fuck living life as rock stars like craig charles couldn't last 74 fucking episodes stone cold, stone cold steve well, last about the life five dollies, years and he's and eating years. kebabs and vindaloo's
0: <laughs> and drinking beer and curries and that guy he's not dead. wrestling
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah absolutely absolutely love wrestling wrestling tv shows <laughs> I mean, there we go. Hey, don't shake your head, i mean, You just I'm, sat through Battlestar, X Files, Surprise. Yeah, like, I know, but Strange that's why I just
0: I, I just don't put wrestling as a TV show. I mean, I know it is; a, it's on TV. Yeah. I just don't consider it a TV that's show. I, yeah.
2: well,
0: I just don't I think it breaks the. It but should be disqualified. It, it, it uh, should be, but it's not because <laughs> it's, it's, it's your number one. It's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy crash
1: characters
0: on a cra- uh, car
1: crash TV. Yeah, could have put Love Island, but I'm not. I know I could have but I did not
0: <laughs> well on that note <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're going to be bringing the second part of the podcast to a close but we really do hope you enjoyed listening to our recommended uh, most rewatchable yes. TV shows we're going to take a quick break but we'll be back in part three to answer your questions <laughs> And welcome back to the third part of the podcast where we were going to be answering your questions. Yes. So, let's just have a quick look. We have our first question here from Natalie Holbert. What up, Natalie? Uh, Natalie says, I'm pinching a question from a thread I saw somewhere else on Facebook. But what is your most traumatic moment from a television series? (laughs) I have many, but the last episode of Supernatural broke me. Tell me it's okay, Sam. Sammy! Cut to me having a one-woman wet t-shirt contest as the tears poured down my cheeks in never-ending rivers. Yeah. Well, Natalie, I've can. i, I, I've I listed know. a whole bunch here for you. Um, but uh, for me, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. the episode The Body. Yes. Yeah, that's The mine. Battlestar yeah. Galactica episode Faith. That's the one with uh, Nana Visitor. I yeah. just cannot watch that episode. It breaks me up every single time like you've just said, the Supernatural finale, the episode Swan Song. Uh, like, I, I I, I, ignored all my friends and family for a couple of days because I was in mourning after after that show uh, went off the air. Beautiful finale. The Good Place finale. Walking Dead, Glenn and Carl's deaths. Sorry, spoilers. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Fear the Walking Dead, uh, Garrett Delahant's John Dory. When his character went, I was just like, man, like one of the reasons why i'm still watching the show like what's a, i can't watch this without you <laughs> uh game of thrones the red wedding uh the angel finale with fred and wesley Like, oh my god, god yeah. just oh god. on my heart <laughs> yeah that's a hell. um but yeah so, some i wouldn't say they're traumatic but they've definitely left 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 an impact
2: mm. yeah no you, i I, the... I agree with the but as soon as i hadn't read your's one but as soon as you said that the body yeah the body Absolutely. every time gets yeah. me yeah like, it's just such a harrowing episode yeah yeah even with it's the lack
0: of dialogue yeah uh it's the it, it's the the false hope where the parent where, you know where buffy where has this saves. quick fantasy yeah. thing yeah oh it's yeah it's soul destroyingly mm. effective
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, Ian, have you got uh, any like yeah well there's so many memorable memorable ones like um like i'm I'm trying not to think too emotional ones because, like, I was thinking of the body episode, and that took me to uh, the This Is England TV show, mm-hmm. um, and there was some really harrowing, dark episodes in that. I, would, trying, I don't want to think about again just because the, the story was just so dark. But um, I will go with something a little bit lighthearted, which I just have such a great memory of when we watched it, and it's the episode of Battlestar Galactica where um ty is hearing the music and he's hearing this music all the way through this fucking episode and it was bugging me for uh, the whole time that me and gary were watching this episode together and then all of a sudden i'm like that's all along the watchtower by Jimi hendrix and he's like is it i'm like well it's a really fucked up version of it but it is (laughs) and then they all just came into this room and the four of them and you've just had this whole realization that these four characters that you've been following for a while are now all cylons and you're like, I don't know who to trust anymore. <laughs> what is going on with the show? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: go that moment that where Adama breaks down over the realisation. Yeah. You're there with him. Yeah. You're just like, give me the whiskey. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: And then, I mean, that was I, that's after you've already had, like, Boomer shoot yeah, Adama yeah. in season one. Yeah. And you're like, no! <laughs> no, he can't die! No! Oh, yeah. Or was it um, Callie, when Callie went out the airlock? Yeah.
0: Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's still on the most rewatch list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, we got a question from Nick Lucy. What up Nick? With the upside down pulling no punches this season on Stranger Things, no spoilers. <laughs> what are some of your favorite other worlds from film, TV and games? The criteria there's one mm. for an other world is that can only be accessible via portal, gateway, or by just simply ripping a hole in space and time. So, LV-426, Tatooine, they don't count because they can be accessed by a flying spaceship. So, favourite, also meaning memorable, is you may want to actually visit this world. Um, and and like they're very curious place? as to what we'd yeah, want to see. Yeah, like... So, yeah. So my, my answer for this one is from uh, the Black Mirror. Okay. Uh, Charlie Brooker's Netflix show, Black Mirror. The episode, The Infinity, which is basically, it's almost, it's like VR, um, but it's almost like holodeck in a way. Okay. put these little things on your temples and you're in a construct. You're in the Matrix. And it's basically Star Trek. Yeah. You know, you can become a captain of a starship and fly around. Basically, it's like a video game. So basically, just going inside a video game. Yeah. Right. And just being captain. And the Infinity one, that's the name of the episode, where you can be a captain of a starship, go and fight other aliens explore planets have your own away team missions basically just live in star trek world i was gonna say technically, but safe. That, <laughs> technically that
1: doesn't count because you're not going through a portal it? no you, well you are you kind
0: of you're kind of going to the matrix you're kind of uh, yeah, you're getting jacked in but it's just a, it's kind of a portal a gateway well mine was
1: mine was a bit like that i wasn't too sure if it counted so like for some reason the first thing i thought of was the nexus from star trek generations you know that wave goes over you and then kind of transports you into this like to wherever, to yeah, this magical world where all of your fantasies kind of come true. Uh, I like. I wasn't too sure if that kind of worked in that criteria because of like the portal. I mean, I yeah. like the, the the ribbon that you go to. It's kind of like a yeah, cut in space. But it's a gateway, isn't yeah. it? It's a kind of yeah. Um, and my other one would be Fenris from uh, the 40k universe, which I'm pretty sure you have to travel to by get, jumping through a warp gate. I mean, a ship could travel there. But it would take fucking thousands, uh, like hundreds <laughs> of uh, days. So you'd have to jump through the warp through a port, come out the other side. And then it's just a death world. Oh, that's device. easy enough, isn't it? Yeah, it's like Valhalla. <laughs> it's, a, it's like Vikings, space Vikings.
2: Um, but yeah. Any, if it's, it's fantasy. Yeah. One place. I couldn't... It can
0: be any, any world as long as it's accessible via gateway or a portal or <sighs> yeah
2: what do you mean by like
0: going through the wardrobe in line which of the wardrobe yeah yeah so yeah kind of like going that. into uh what world are you hard. thinking
2: well cuz I'd love to go into to, to middle earth yeah um, but, there's
0: no, but there's no no actual there's no, no actual way, way to it way there <laughs>
2: no there isn't so um, no, that's a tricky one um um uh going through stargate let's go stargate. for then a stargate, stargate. No, going, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 uh, yeah going to atlantis yeah
0: I was also thinking like sliders. I was trying to think of like the good worlds they went yes. to. Where like like biscuits can be can taste like whatever flavor or food that you want. Yeah. There yeah. was also one world that they went to in sliders where like the male population was like one percent. Yeah and the female population was ninety-nine percent. I was like, I can go I can go to that world.
1: <laughs> Death by snooze snooze. Sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Next question. Next question. Next question's from David Allen Evans. What up, David? Hey guys, hope all is well. My question today is, are movies today too self-conscious for absurdist humour? It came to me during a rewatch of Robocop recently, the scene where Ed209 falls down the stairs and starts wailing like a child. is a scene that doesn't hold a lot of logic, but makes sense within the tone of the movie and gets across how useless the machine is. Yeah, I really miss these weird, absurd moments from big movies that stuck in the memory. Today I feel most humour relies on meta elements or letting the audience acknowledging tropes and so on. Nobody would have the guts to do just or be unironically weird in the current movie landscape. So, of course, I had a little bit of time to think yeah, about yeah, this yeah. because it's a a, a, a big bold yeah, statement. I'm
2: not, I'm not even sure what he's asking. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, yeah. so um, my, my answer, I mean, I may be off track here, but uh, in the mainstream, maybe maybe um but I, there's also something i've never really thought about before but i would also i would respond with the greasy strangler
1: yeah yeah that yeah.
0: that is the most bizarre weird fucked up film i've seen in quite a while that's actually good questionable good <laughs> <laughs> um but again that's not mainstream but then you've also got other films like uh swiss army man you got four lions yeah um, uh, and to an extent, I would also say, uh, like, the Kingsman films. Mm. Um, you know, those are uh, well, mainstream films that have some very absurd moments in them or over the top moments that go, whoa, I didn't think this film was going to go there. Like the fight with Rasputin in the third film. Just some bizarre choices or absurd moments. But uh, I don't know, maybe they happen so fast it doesn't linger on them. Yeah, I think, like,.
1: Like from the original RoboCop, you know the m- the mid eighties, like late eighties, nineties was becoming a lot more realistic. So, you know, you take a sequence like the the uh, Ed Twenty Nine falling down the stairs and making those squealing noise. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's a joke to kind of play on the fact that obviously it's not as smart as it thinks it is, and it's falling down the stairs, and it's you know it's still a child, and it's obviously if you try to play that nowadays in the way that. The way that cinema has developed to the stage that it is now, people would complain that it's... Too silly? Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, you're oh, you know, I'm too smart for that kind of stupidity of joke. Okay, I get that. But that's not the film's fault. That's you. You walked into this film thinking that you were <laughs> too smarter than this film. Nobody did that with Robocop back in 1987. They were walking in. They didn't know what the hell... They were like, oh my God, it's a robot! A robot man! You know, I don't give a fuck what the robot man's gonna do. I just wanna see Robot Man. Now, if you showed the robot, if you if you put Robocop up there, people would laugh at it before they've even walked into it. Because they'd be like, oh, that suit looks so absurd and stupid. Like you said, with Greasy Strangler, you know, it you've gotta. And I say the same thing with like Napoleon Dynamite. I remember Napoleon Dynamite had the same kind of comedy aspect. You've gotta kind of just You've got to leave your brain at the door when you walk into a film and only switch it on halfway through when you go ah what's the movie trying to say to me and if you're okay to kind of just go with what the movie's trying to say the jokes will do their own job for you somebody brought up in the chat earlier um a trailer that i've recently seen and i was going to take you to see the film didn't i um it was it's like um bob and frank i think it is
3: uh it's about this
1: weird guy who's an inventor makes a robot and he makes a robot with a washing machine belly and it's literally just a guy (laughs) pretending to be a robot but it's kind of in the same context as robot and frank where you've got this loner guy living on his own makes this really obscure robot and the jokes in in its universe, I think are going to be funny, hmm. you know, and I think that the, the way that the movie tells us of who these characters are, then we'll get behind it. If it tried to do it in any other kind of realistic tone, the jokes would yeah. massively fall flat. Um, but, yeah.
0: I would also say you've got like Wes Anderson films. Oh like yeah. The Life Aquatic. Yeah. The, the Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah. yeah. Any, any, any of his films. Um, another absurd kind of film that's again, not mainstream, but I think it was called, uh, Dave builds a maze. Right. And okay. it's basically um this guy uh builds a cardboard fort in his living room. Oh yeah. But then when yeah, people I've go inside trailer. it, yeah. it becomes a massive labyrinth of cardboard rooms and corridors yeah. that everyone gets stuck in and has to try and figure out a way out. So I don't know, I think they're out there, but I don't know. So I, I, I think I think absurdist humor and again because humor is subjective, depends what you find absurd and what yeah. somebody yeah, else does yeah. can yeah. be different. Yeah. Um, so I hope we, we answered your question, David. But it's you know, comedy is subjective. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So we got a question here from Tom Sexton. What up, Sexton? Quick question: Doomslayer versus Pinhead, who wins? <laughs> I, I've put I, I've said Doomslayer will win. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure even an army of Cenobites can stop the Doomslayer, unless Pinhead turns up right at the start before Doomslayer even picks up a weapon then pinhead might have a chance yeah. but even in hand-to-hand i think Slayer probably killed yeah are
1: we talking doom Slayer doom 2016 because he's like super op in that like exactly could, yeah, like yeah. if we're talking 1993 doom guy i'm, I'm, pinhead I'm guessing might modern get a chance with chains <laughs> and things like that but once he gets hold of that berserk you know
0: he's just gonna jump on yeah. and rip his fucking head. exactly out. yeah they all the center should be running that's it running. yeah run run <laughs> Uh, Next question is from Havard Ryan. What up, Havard? Do you think that people are born with the trait to love movies or is it acquired throughout a life? (laughs) When did you know you were a movie lover? I think I've answered something similar before. Yeah. Uh, One of my earliest memories ever is of seeing Jungle Book in the cinema. Uh, And so as far as I've always known, I've loved film, always watched as many films as possible. And I think it's probably acquired. I don't think anybody's born with the trait to say that they're going to enjoy movies more than somebody else. I think it's definitely going to be your upbringing. Mm. Whereas my dad recorded, you know, we had like, we had a catalog of more than a thousand VHS tapes numbered from all the movies we had copied from Dodgy Dave down the road that came (laughs) around in his van every week. Yeah. You know, uh, compared to all the films that we recorded off TV, taping out the adverts. Uh, those long play tapes, sometimes where you had to record overnight because the film you wanted to watch was on at two in the morning, <laughs> like the first time Dawn of the Dead ever played in the UK on
2: TV. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think uh, having parents that love yeah. film will definitely. I agree. Uh, it's a bit like, it's, this is a bit like the nature nurture debate. Mm. And yeah. yeah, and I agree. Yeah. It's it's my, my dad loved, loved films. Film. Yeah, and so he shared I, it with you. I and you grew up, it up. Yeah. Yeah watching lots of films absolutely so yeah. yeah i i find this all the time
1: because i'm always asking people if i don't know you and uh, but i but i need to spend some time with you i need to obviously get warmed up to you because i'm a weirdo um and people don't like me very easily because of my tone and my look and all this kind of stuff but i always find nowadays <laughs> the easiest way i, I
3: can. You, yeah, I,
1: know. <laughs> I know but it takes a while you know some people yeah we gotta got to, got to I've got to grow on people but I <laughs> I found over the over the last few years that if I ask somebody what their favorite film is I can kind of gauge what kind of mentality this person is so like so like recently in work we've had a bunch of new people start work with us and I've had to work with them and I, I can't remember all their names so I've got to kind of remember what their favorite films are so it's like <laughs> hey what's your favorite film and it was funny because they're all of a certain age. They're all in their like early, but they're not even 20s yet. A lot of them do have the same kind of ideas. Like, oh, I really like Marvel movies. I'm like, brilliant. I love Marvel movies as well. I like Harry Potter series. Brilliant. I can get in Harry Potter. But you'll find every now and again, it happens rarely, but every now and again, you get this one person who goes, oh, I don't really watch films. Yeah. And you go, in my mind, I'm like... (laughs) Are you fucking no. what? Are you mad? Or are you fucking like they could just be pretending I don't watch films because they don't really want to answer the question. But I bug them because I'm like, I need to know what it is, why you don't watch films. So, what do you do instead? What do you do instead? You know, and easily they can turn around and they say, Well, I really like music. And I go, Ah. And then you'll find that they like certain music of certain films. You know, they only like musical movies. They don't watch horrors. They don't watch action. You find people who go, oh yeah, I watch nothing but really aggressively violent, destructive movies that make me feel like I've licked the darkest side of a toilet. You know, and you're like, (laughs) so you don't watch Disney movies? (laughs) Fuck Disney movies. (laughs) Disney movies are the devil's ball bag. I need to watch this Korean, you know, blacklisted fucking rare movie that nobody ever watches because it'll make your eyes bleed. It's like, maybe just I don't know watch a Star Wars movie then, you know? <laughs> or it's like with, with you when you go like I cannot stand watching an Adam Sandler movie but then I'm like I have to watch them to see if they are generally still being as bad as they are you know yeah. it's yeah. it's open to everybody but you'll find that oh, excuse me. somebody has watched a film sometime and has decided that either yes I really want to watch more or nope I never want to go mm-hmm. to the cinema ever again
2: yeah <laughs> okay it's, it's hi uh, dmc campbell yeah hi I, <laughs> yeah. campbell, yeah, I know I campbell. <laughs> yes i do love a good disaster movie as you, you know yeah. yeah right i think
0: this next question is going to be a very quick answer right i might oh, okay. be surprised okay uh, but it's from katie clements what up katie your opinions on the royal family <laughs> oh i saw this one yeah, I did. I um saw
1: this I, one. I did have actually have thought of this one so we've just had the big jubilee yeah Oh, yeah. We've had there. we had a four day celebration celebrating the Queen, Queen Elizabeth's 70 years on the throne. And in the in those 70 years, I've been alive for 40 of them. I'll be 40 this November. And I have to say, um, not being the biggest royal family supporter or anything, um, I do think that they do some good in comparisons to the rest of the world we have a lot of freedom over here in the uk in comparisons to some parts of the world that have nothing sure at all you know if you really uh, look at it um especially with certain things that are going on in america at the moment and certain things that are going on in europe we at least have a queen some people say she doesn't do anything i think she keeps the government in check um, I also think the government kind of keeps her in check because she's not allowed to just decapitate whoever. We could have fucking Henry VIII sat on the fucking throne, just marrying wife after wife after wife after <laughs> and decapitating them. We don't. We have a bit of freedom. We have a bit of democracy.
2: We have. So, so what do you? F- what is your opinion on it? Well, I. <laughs> it's good. I, th- I think. Uh, uh, so, go. so I think actually it's quite good that we do have a royal family. I think it's, you know there's not many countries that do have a royal family. I don't think people, and I'm not a big royalist by sure, any yeah. means, yeah. anything like that. I think that. it's the generation um, above us yeah. that, that were. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, But um, I don't think people understand how much actually other countries do like the fact royal family, that yeah. we have a royal family and how much uh, tourism that actually it brings in and revenue on that side. People don't kind of understand that side mm, yeah, of things. yeah. Now um, I wouldn't like to be a, royal, uh, a member of the royal family. I think <laughs> they've got quite a sucky life, to be honest. Yeah, they're under the under um, a camera, yeah, wherever it they go, is that you know their their life is not their own. Yeah, um, and uh, and and I do, you know, yes, there's been things, you know, questions you see like you know on the news over the time, especially with late um, when when Diana died and things like that. How oh yeah, uh, the Queen was ridiculed for that and everything like that, but. Um she she has devoted, you can't argue the fact that she has devoted her life yeah. to this image the, this and image, really not holding this, it. upholding yeah. this, you know, yeah. um this title. Yeah. And um and and that she you know, she's done a bloody good job of that. Seventy yeah. fucking years. Um and uh, yeah, and she's still like you know, yes, yeah, she's obviously she's in her nineties now and then mm-hmm. has had to take a step back. Yeah, because obviously, for <laughs> reasons, um, but um, but there's a lot of people that have got a lot of admiration for her. Particularly, there are some royals that don't deserve <laughs> yeah. admiration, yeah, um, but um, and then there are others that actually are, I think, good people and trying to do good things by our country. So, um, so yeah, it's an interesting one, that one,
0: mm. yeah. I, I don't have too many opinions on the royal family one way or the other um but uh, i did enjoy the crown for a for a couple of seasons at least anyway it was a it was a good enough insight a yeah. slice of life as to uh, what uh, what life is like in that palace and uh, yeah it was fascinating but yeah i, I, don't, really, I don't really but that's any... the that's my point
1: entirely as well is the fact that like you, you can you can have no opinion of her we're well, not a strong opinion anyway. no 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 but that's what i mean you you can have no you can have uh no opinion on her negatively or positively regardless you know hmm. um but without her influence you're you, you'd been unable to actually have the life that you've had you know you, the freedom yeah. that you've been able to have to do whatever you've wanted in the, in the context of what you wanted to do you know you wouldn't be able to do it in north korea well, I mean, that's more of a government thing, I think, than the so.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think, yeah, you know, obviously the government, they report she has to sign off things and things like that as yeah, part of her thing. job and things we like that. We want internet. Here um, we go, let's have, have how, the modems,
1: everybody. What's that? Do you want Xbox much,
2: Live? How much influence <coughs> she has over decisions is, I don't think, is a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, i think us. at the end of the day the government she decides
1: no. on all the films that are released yes release all the marvel movies let's let's <laughs> let's have more
2: <Morbius laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> Do you think you know know the next boundaries? question is next from question. <laughs> george smith
0: what up george what movie pitch would work best with the in space tag example ace ventura in space oh, yeah so uh, I had a quick think about it, and the only one I came up with was Evil Dead in space! Star Wars in space! No. Lost in, in space. space!
1: That's the big. Oh, oh no yeah, this is Um, idea. I just <laughs> had one just in my mind. Bugs Bunny complete? in <laughs> space!
0: With jam! Clerks! <laughs> clerks! In clerks in space, space yes. yes! Clerks in space. A, just a, a, a diner that just floats around in space. Yes. Um, yeah, I could see that. Aquaman in
1: space, Batman in space. <laughs> I mean Thor is about to go to space, isn't he? He's, well, he's already, he's already in, been, he's in been in space. He's already, in space. He's already in space. space. Yeah. <laughs> Spider Man in space. He's already been in space. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go to space. Gary is <laughs> space. space. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't that final space though? That was final <laughs> space, yeah. <laughs> yeah final <laughs> space. <laughs> so, oh
0: yeah all right well that was the end of the facebook, facebook question questions. so let's jump oh wait a minute oh what have, you, no, done? Oh, what have mean, you done i'm not seeing any of the questions in the queue oh he's broken ladies oh,
2: and okay. that can't
0: be right i'm just no i've refreshed it oh brilliant he's everything's fixed there. there he's fixed it <laughs> everything's there we're fine we're fine so we have a question from jay hines what up
2: jay Yay, jay how you doing jay how's life thoughts on the boys um, I've not watched it, not yet. watched it. Oh, well, I So, I... was, <laughs> because we don't have Amazon Prime, yeah.
1: Th- though I've, re- I've read the first one, I would, volume liked, of I the would comic like book. to watch it. I yeah. don't know if you would.
2: No, I would like to. Watch Are you it. sure?
1: Because it. no, I
2: know it's yeah, like,
1: know. like, like, dear, the comic book was well, even I had to put a comic book down at one point and be like, that was a bit much. And I still went, want to watch it. We're making this into a TV show, and I was like, okay, okay, Jay, she's gonna watch the
0: boys, the boys. Is um is is a contender, Jay, to be on my list. What would have been on my list today of rewatchable TV shows? Yeah. Uh, every every episode is of of a superior quality to most other genre shows. The gore and practical and CGI effects are movie. Level.
1: They are. They are. They
0: are. They are great. The performances. I mean, you know, it's a parody of DC. It's yeah. Superman, yeah. you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Batman, but all of the shadier, darker, horrible versions of those characters. Um, but there are some good characters in there. But even the heroes of the of the show most of them are just as fucked up and bad as the superheroes they're trying to kill.
1: Carl Urban is amazing. So,
0: I mean, I was—I mean, I, I'd read the first, uh, the first issue of the book. Um, I didn't read much beyond it. I was mm. more interested in reading uh, the preacher. Um, so, uh, but yeah, Carl Urban is fantastic. The, I mean, all the cast in the boys are great. Yeah. Uh, but I was hooked from the first episode right up to where we are now. Um, and it's a show that when it ends, I'm kind of going to be a bit sad. I'm like, I want more time in that, that universe. And I'm kind of a little bit tired of superhero stuff. <laughs> but I'm still watching Umbrella Academy and The Boys. So, and so testament to both of those shows for doing superhero stuff that's still refreshing, interesting,
2: exciting, yeah. edge of your seat entertainment. So, yeah. I agree, Jay. I do. I love Carl Love and I think he's great. He he swears a lot, yeah, and he's great at it.
0: He's great. He's great in dread. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you for your question, Jay. <laughs> uh, we got a question from Richie DBZ. What up, Richie DBZ? First off, happy belated Father's Day. Hope you had a great day. My question is: if you could make a prequel sequel to any horror movie, what would it be and why? Uh, I thought this
1: one, and uh. I was thinking the thing. Uh, though I obviously the wife was just like, but they've already so made the prequel. prequel, so you'd I'd have to, to make the sequel. I'm thinking be. the prequel would be set 10,000 years a prequel, in the past prequel. where the ship <laughs> has landed, the creature has fallen out and been encased in the ice, but they've actually managed to get a bit off. Like you've got like a whole Neanderthal kind of Eskimo tribe, you know, they find <laughs> a bit, it turns one of them, and then they end up having to kill it later on in the ice and they're all destroyed. And But then. The sequel, then you'll See, have... See, I wanted the sequel to
2: find out what happened to MacReady. Well, yeah,
1: but that's it. You'll have the 1982 movie, and then you'll have the sequel where you find out about MacReady, but they'll find... Dun, dun, dun! One of these Neanderthal people, and it's frozen in the ice, and you're wondering if he's a thing or
0: not. Uh... Spoilers, he is. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I'm very happy with the thing to be a standalone movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You don't have to do the thing. Yeah, I know. Ideas.
0: Um... Give me. Uh, I mean, we already said don't need it, but give, give me that Ash versus Evil Dead season four. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Or give me uh, give me Evil Dead three. Oh, mm. what, would you watch an Evil Dead prequel show which
1: doesn't have Ash in it, but it's set in medieval times where you the follow, medieval dead where yeah where you follow a group of them who are sent out to find the book and return it back to the castle, and each one is like that doesn't
0: that doesn't hook no it doesn't uh, hook okay. me. Nah. It's not got Bruce Campbell it. has got uh, Bruce know. Campbell, isn't it? It, it does, it. yeah. 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 I mean, we're getting of... Evil Dead
1: without Bruce this year. I but... might watch a prequel of Hellraiser following the guy, um, uh, the Pinhead's human character, before yeah. he
0: turned. That'd be a nice story.
2: <sighs>
0: I think, like, because they're looking at doing a Hellraiser TV series, mm. I think maybe one episode on his character. Yeah. But... Uh...
2: Yeah, right. I said because I said when you like looking at this question, I said it. What is there a like a, a good horror movie that hasn't already actually got a prequel or a sequel yeah, to no. it? Yeah, no, Cabin in the Woods. Really? Oh, and you, you said said Cabin, Cabin in, in the Woods. The Woods. Yeah, 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 that was your one. But again, it,
0: I don't think it needs a prequel. Like. The prequel to Cabin in the Woods is the ring, the grudge, mm. the you know, any other horror movie that's yeah. ever existed is the prequel to Cabin in the Woods. It's quite tricky, really. Yeah. No. To think of something it that is. hasn't already been done. Been done. done. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a it's a great question, uh, Richie, but a tough one as well. Mm. Alrighty, next question is from Ma'am Midgley. What up, Mam Midgley? Question for Linda. Yeah. What's your go to feel good oh, movie? God. Oh yeah. Is it oh Greece? Is no. it... A disaster it... movie? That's well, not exactly <laughs> feel good, is <laughs> it? Well, no,
1: but you you kind of feel good at the end when they've when they've survived. Like like uh, what's the rock one? Skyscraper. That's got quite a feel good ending when he's survived.
0: Millions dead, but I feel good because I didn't die. <laughs> I don't know. It's quite
2: it's, it's quite a tough question for me. Right.
0: My ultimate feel good is Evil Dead Two. Mm again that's feel good yeah. yeah because i'm not having a miserable day
2: <laughs> like like ash is having in that film mm. work shit you know uh, film films go to films of like i suppose that when i want yeah like when you don't want to see m- the marvel films yeah any of the marvel films yeah, actually, yeah. Are the good, yeah. Are ones that i go to if i want a bit of just, i'll give you that the uh, guardians of the galaxy was, yeah, was so galaxy. fun mm. the yeah.
0: camaraderie the family yeah. unit
2: so the dysfunctional if it, family. Yeah. You know, if, if I'm at loss and I want it, and yeah, and I'm feeling like oh, I just need, I just need to watch something that just cheers me up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it is the Marvel films. There that is I like not to go to. one
1: Marvel movie that doesn't make me feel good at the end of it. I know everybody has their own pictures mm-hmm. and everyone hates it, but like you haven't so,
2: seen Eternals yet. No, I have. <laughs> oh, I you have.
0: have you I have, have,
1: seen, have Eternals. seen Eternals. have you felt happy at the end of that. <laughs> I. I did because it was over <laughs> and I was, I was, it That's was over why, and man. I'm like, man, how did I, how did, how did anybody let this movie go? It's so fucking bad. But what I mean is like in the actual proper era, you know, from Iron Man to end game, like, like I, I, like when I hear, um, just a girl by no doubt. I immediately go to the fight sequence with Brie Olsen and fucking Captain Marvel, <laughs> you know, like, like, Um, I know a lot of people say, "Well, fucking Black Panther was shoehorned in." I like Chadwick Boseman. Mm -hmm. You know, I think he is funny. And who's that again? Uh, Black Panther. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. And his back and forth with um. Killmonger like I love Michael B. Jordan yeah all the other ones oh yeah Ragnarok oh man oh Ragnarok was hilarious it, <laughs> yeah, but it, it kicks you really hard but when, when you, you forget that the was Ragnarok Od-
0: actually happened in you, that too <laughs> you watch just
1: remember how funny it was you watch Odin die you watch all those Asgardians get fucked up by Hela but it's still especially when the Hulk's flying and you're like no don't hit him in the
2: face it's great mm. yeah <laughs>
0: So, hopefully, we answered your question there, yes. Matt. Thank you for the question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did say it. You did I, say will
2: all, I will always go to Marvel. a mo-
0: Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We have a question here from Mongo Mongo. Mitch. What a Mongo, Mongo. Um, Ian, question What is the most underrated and overrated lead singer in a band?
1: Um, I want to say the Gallagher's from Oasis. Underrated or overrated? Overrated underrated i've always thought was Fred Darius from Limbizge cuz i just thought <laughs> that, seriously like his lyrics were you know he he, he can uh, write really catchy. Really well they're really <laughs> yeah. really catchy. they're really catchy and he's still making albums now and he, uh, you know if you think about all the new metal guys that came out like Limbizge was bigger than Korn back in the day cuz they uh, at least they made sense you know Korn was like back, and back and Everyone was just going crazy um <laughs> overrated Justin Bieber yeah yeah i mean i, I could yeah. not listen to him like so I, I couldn't i the 90s music in the uk i thought was always overrated like the stone roses no I love like the stone roses. like oasis like blur i'm like well it must have been like a live gig thing you had to go see these people you live don't you you don't, don't do, I, doesn't do, I don't do live he doesn't gigs. He not do live gigs but i'd listen to like oasis and be like you're
0: my wonder
2: world.
1: yeah what is this <laughs> this isn't singing to me I'm, I'm watching people get pissed up and take pills and listening to oasis saying it, it, c- it was a great time it was it was a t- like,
0: it was the time of yeah, oasis, yeah.
1: Mm. But, that, but that's it same with some of the 80s music that came out you had to be there at the time for me, it's Limp Bizkit, because that was my music at the time. Some 41 I Limp Bizkit. <laughs> was like that. Some 41! <laughs> they were all at the same time.
3: <laughs> no, some
1: 41 was a couple of years later, but I I see your point. Yeah. I see your point. You're, you know, you're the same with you with like Children of Bodom and like, we, Yes! Like that <laughs> heavy rock. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what the fuck are we listening to? This is, you got to listen to lyrics. I can't even hear the fucking <laughs> song anymore. But <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Though. i don't know music. for me for me children of Bodom was never about the lyrics it was all about the melodies <laughs> yeah. the 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 rock guitar solos are yeah. just incredible so fast so energetic immediately gives me the up and go yeah, yeah. <laughs> all righty thank you so much for your question mitch Next question is from Gabriel Jones. What up, Gabriel? Question predominantly for Ian, but oh, thanks. all answers welcome. Sweet. Who would be your ideal tag team partner from any <laughs> era? Of I already. Knew. <laughs> is it oh saying? man, it's going to be the Undertaker. WWE. But when WWE. I saw
1: the question earlier, Seth Rollins. Man, Seth Rollins is. Ah, oh, man, he's slowly climbing up the ranks to being one of the greatest wrestlers of all time in my eyes. Seriously. <laughs> this man can wrestle. This man can promo. This man has main evented so many main events over the last three to four years. It's amazing that he's still able to go as well as he is. He has the best dress sense. He comes out in some of the most horrible fucking suits ever. Imagine ever wear and he still makes them look amazing. It's just. I have a
2: question. Okay. Which which version of Undertaker would you love to have him do a tombstone on you?
1: I would take uh, nineteen ninety seven to nineteen ninety nine Undertaker, which is the one with the little tear in his eye. Um, it's the one just before he met Kane, um, and it was where you were starting to realise that he's got this back history that his family has died. But it was it, it was it was the period in his time when, when he came down to the ring, he would shoot his arms up and the lights would go up really quickly. And I don't know why they stopped because it just. That was the re- that I think that was when people started to really get into the Undertaker's power. Oh, he's making the lights go up. <laughs> oh my God, that's magic, you know? Um, and he doesn't do that anymore. He, he raises his hand slowly, which doesn't seem to have the same effect, mm. but he was just. Yeah, Attitude Era Undertaker.
0: Nice. Yeah. Uh, if I was to have a wrestling yeah, yeah. tag team partner, um you know, I'd probably go with Edge. Nice, you know, like, uh, like. Oh, m- m- I mean, I'm. You know, I'm tiny anyway. <laughs> but like, I'm not gonna like choose any of the the, the mega like the the like Triple H's or yeah. the Rocks or anything because they're just yeah. Give us someone more. You'd be like the Max Mini around them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 give me, give me an, a table chatter, a table chatter, <laughs> a table cheddar and chairs. <laughs> I've had nothing to drink. drink. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm the. But you know what I meant. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for the question. Next question is from Dellboy. What up, Dellboy? Have you guys heard of the new Tulsa King TV show with Sylvester Stallone, written by the Sopranos writer? No. No, not heard of it at all, Dellboy the new Tulsa King TV show with mm. Sylvester Stallone. Well, we'll have to check that out. Wow. Like I mean, Sopranos yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, yeah. thank you for... I Man, if it's Sylvester Stallone as well, like... Yeah. Tell me the last bad thing Sylvester Stallone did.
0: Uh, probably Expendables 3. <laughs> <laughs> but you
1: still watched it and was like, that was Oh me. yeah, I watched it yeah. in cinema. Yeah, I watched all three of them in the cinema.
0: I'll watch a fourth if they make it, but it was still yeah. bad. It was still bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, thank you for bringing that one to our attention, Dalboy. Not heard of it? Well, check it out. Yes. Uh, next question is from Morphiend. What up, morphine Hey, guys. Happy podcast. Speaking of TV shows, what is the most dull, waste of time season of a show that started out decent that you've seen recently? For me, it was DC's Titans Season 3. Oh. So a show that started off promising, but became really dull.
1: You've been watching some. Guffs recently. Like what? what uh, well? um, I'm sure you were watching something. No, no. I think actually, I think it was just a reminder of DC. Actually, I think you came up the stairs after watching Stargate and told me you started watching like Supergirl. <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> I, I never watched it. It was just. It, <laughs> it was, was like a on. snippet
2: on that is like five minutes before Stargate came <laughs> on. i wasn't watching
3: it
2: no 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 there was a really bad oh yeah i did see and i said to you what on earth is this crap yeah was it Um, like the the dc things of tomorrow legends of tomorrow Tomorrow? something like that oh my god it was shocking yeah
0: um somebody in the chat just just wrote it and said um arrow um, which was you know the Green oh, was, yeah, The Green yeah. Arrow TV. I, I started watching that. It was one, again, the you know, the beginning of the, the CW superhero verse, yeah. I guess. Um I, I tapped out of Arrow after like four episodes, then I watched all of season one, started season two and tapped out again when they when uh, the actor who played Crixus and Spartacus turned up yeah. and was like the one who taught him everything. I, I just zoned out again. Uh, I know a lot of people loved or did love that CW superhero. Verse, but I, I I I tuned into it again when they did the big Superman celebration when they got Tom Welling back from yeah. Smallville when they went got lots of different Supermen together all on screen at once. It was awful. Like, yeah. It was so cheap looking. I just uh, I was like, "No, I'm out. I'm tapping out. Not coming back."
1: I was the same. I tapped out of Lost. I tapped out of Heroes. Um, yeah,
0: Heroes tapped out of that because oh, that's that's one of I those... Tapped
1: out of, I tapped out of Sons of Anarchy mm. midway. I, that was more of a personal thing of, like, I've enjoyed see, um, three seasons of Sons of Anarchy. I know it's going to die of death. I, it's not like it died of death. I just didn't think they could keep the this, this series going as well as they had to at that point. Um, yeah, fucking bad TV series. So yeah. or ones
2: that started off great Pro- but problem is is they were so bad we've actually wiped them yeah that, that's what happens so that is that is what happens
1: yeah, yeah. You, um, you don't even think about them anymore you just don't even buy the dvds you're just like no that series existed oh i didn't watch no, it yeah yeah it's
0: yeah, so easy to forget them and, and move on but great great question there, mm. yeah okay i believe that was all of the questions that came Ooh, through on channel points, nice. but we got one exception. Okay, because um, we got one question here from Oink Master Supreme. What up, Oink Master? <laughs> uh, sending their love from the Hudson Valley, New York area. Oh, cool. I love you guys. Could you pick a good translation project going from animation to film? What would it be for for me? Hands down, it would be the Last Unicorn. I know that Unicorn will be CGI, but that's okay. Mm. Uh, mm. When We've seen, unfortunately, mm. I'm saying unfortunately, because the the biggest one that comes to mind is, unfortunately, The Lion King. Yeah. Which is an yeah. absolute soulless waste of time. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I've watched... Um, if you guys ever come across... Um, uh, what's it? Is it Your Movie Sucks? Yeah. I think it's the YouTube channel. And he's done... Uh, it's only part one. And it's almost... I think it's like an hour and a half long. Um, a breakdown analysis of all the reasons why um, the, the 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 live action in yeah. Com in marks yeah. is, uh, is is a, is a bad you know remake of Lion King, and it just shows how soulless it is in terms of even even the the, the dialogue doesn't emote yeah, the same strength just... as it did in the original. Yeah. Uh, but I will also argue against or for you know a live actioning. Uh, was the Jungle Book? Yeah, Jungle Book near and dear to my heart, but I've enjoyed both the live action ish. It's lots of CGI in there yeah. uh, adaptations, yeah, so I, I think it can work. work. But, but those well, both both of those I Jungle Books uh, did
2: Beauty and the Beast was. Yeah, I didn't okay. see. I didn't actually see that There's one. It's a live action. It's though. not bad. Yeah, but the
0: two Jungle Books, they took the original material and changed it around yeah. and, and and played with it instead of just doing it exactly the the, the same. Yeah. So. Um,
1: yeah, some of the live-action Disney ones—they—they've worked and they've not worked. Beauty and the Beast, I thought, Aladdin, oh God, it? like I didn't. Aladdin, Aladdin's about I did, Aladdin. I didn't mind. No, I didn't Aladdin know. did not work. You didn't. I didn't mind
2: it. It—it it, it worked. But I liked Will Smith. So. It, well,
1: yeah, it worked to a point. But when they kind of shoehorned in Jasmine's song about being this strong female character, I was just like, you didn't need to do that. I knew that she was a strong female character. To put the song in is just. That was for the girls, the, the kids, to emphasise it up. I'd love for them to live-action Sword in the Stone. Nice, yeah. I think Sword and the Stone would be a great live-action. I also I, I think they should remake Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Oh. <laughs> Bedknobs and are. Broomsticks we is amazing. It and is lo- great. Lo- love that movie. Mm. Um, try to think of other animations. Let's make a live-action Lord of the Rings movie. You they yeah, they should get that guy from New Zealand on it. What a guy did, Brain Dead. Yeah, he'd be great. <laughs> Could <Can laughs> you
0: imagine, imagine how so crazy soon? that film would yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, it'd be like <laughs> fucking nine hours long. But three it's got to start. The, the hippo from Meet the Feebles has got to play Gandalf.
2: <laughs> what about some of the um, anime? <laughs> What, uh, like Akira? Like, like Spirit that.
0: Away. Oh, oh,
1: no. No, no, no. I mean, they're yeah. just
0: beautifully drawn and animated. Yeah, you'd, you'd be live ashamed action. to
1: live-action it. Proper anime, <laughs> you can never live-action. Because when you make the anime, you see the beautiful beauty in the drawings. Mm. And it's the same way with the old Disney movies. Like, you watch you watch Lion and King, you see the art style, and the, the wildebeest coming over the top of that ridge. And when you watch the behind the scenes of the computer working on it, when they turn it to live action, it loses it because you just know the computer did all the work. And there's not somebody there. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears. Like they, you could
0: if you live actioned Akira, it would bomb. They've so been badly. trying for some time now. Definitely. They shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I, could, I think again. I, I think we talked about it when we reviewed it. I think yeah. it, well, I think it was Leonardo DiCaprio's company that wanted they, to. Uh, they tried to, to make like it. it. They did um, Ghost in the Shell, didn't they? Live action. Yeah, that was James Scott, Cameron co
1: produced Scott Johansson and it it's still bombed like.
0: A, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they did. Is um, it Cowboy Bebop on Netflix? Live and action that, that Cowboy bombed, Bebop cancelled after that one was season as well. Yeah. So yeah, going live action with these animated projects is usually a big no-no. It's like. It, it doesn't work it only really really works
1: if you've got the proper heart behind it like yeah. anything by studio ghibli is so beautifully drawn you just feel the heart behind it yeah yeah if they live action it it just like what was it i was watching last night before i fell asleep uh fucking battle angel Alita.
0: right Alita yeah. battle
1: angel and i'd i'd wanted to watch oh, was it. that
0: wasn't that the james cameron one i could have been james can, cameron yeah
1: but live action you know yeah and I was trying to get into it, but the, the the CGI of the robot girl was so off-putting. I never actually watched it. Oh, yeah. man. I saw is... the trailer, but yeah, and I was like, no. Like, <laughs> we we say about Uncanny Valley, like yeah. your brain's trying to... I could not look at her for too long because her eyes were just so weird. Just floating. <laughs> yeah. just I knew she was a robot and she wasn't really there, but everybody's acting really well with her christoph waltz was in it he's a really great actor can make me look at the robot for too long though oh yeah
0: yeah i i mean when you before you mentioned sword in the stone i also thought because it's one of my favorite mm. yeah. like disney films like uh was it madam Madame mem yeah and uh and um Archibedes, the owl yeah yeah so many so many great great scenes in that blow film. me to be a and then he shoots the <laughs> okay. yeah um yeah good question no I, I, can't, I can't think of any other animated ones no, no alrighty. No. well one last final final question before we bow out it's not really a question right but uh, a request okay can i get a kurt motherfucking russell from you all kurt
2: motherfucking russell
0: hell yeah you can hell yeah <laughs> With that, I just want to say a huge thank you for everyone for tuning in and listening to this podcast through. I want to thank you, Linda and Ian, for an awesome conversation on most rewatchable TV shows. And, of course, a huge thank you to everyone for tuning in and listening. We'll be back next month with podcast number 47 Woo! we'll uh, try and get the theme of that one sorted and ready to go yes of yes. course you can find us on facebook on twitter and on patreon facebook. and of course you can also find us on youtube every thursday with a new film review with that being said thank you so much everyone we'll see you next time